And we are live here with real real stocks news uh, this time. We just, just general, been shooting the shit on that. General chat, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't shit, know. shit post stream. Shit posting just, live. We can talk about stocks. We can talk about pretty much anything. Whatever. Yeah. Well, isn't that kind of what we always do? It's just whatever. Well, well I mean, there's... Just talking about like the news recap. I mean, did anything interesting really happen this week? Dude, dude mm. there's a shit ton of crazy things that have happened. Like, I first mean, of all, there's the second presidential debate is probably canceled. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's canceled. Um, Nobody like, Because like these they want to do a virtual rigged. debate over Zoom, and Trump's like, fuck that. That's the most rigged debate ever. And yeah. Joe Biden's like, oh, but I want to do it digitally. And Donald Trump still has coronavirus. It's not safe to debate. Well, then yeah. fucking delay the fucking debate. I know. Like, they're not, they're not doing that. They're not okay. doing that. Well, then just fucking cancel the debate because he's got coronavirus. Don't do a fucking virtual debate. You already see how shitty Zoom is when we have like fucking schools doing Zoom University. I don't think, I, and and I don't think it matters. Like I, I really don't think these debates fucking matter in this election. Not, I mean, mo mm. they should. They should matter more, obviously. But but it's like, I feel like at this stage in the game, there's not a lot of. There's not a lot of undecided voters that aren't mentally retarded. So, like, I, I just disagree. Don't think, <laughs> like, big disagree. <laughs> they, like, these undecided just... voters are all over the map. They are all over the map. And mm. do the debates decide their vote? I, I'll be honest, I really don't no. know. And that's why I'm not technically disagreeing think. with you, but I will disagree on the fact that these undecided voters no. are like, there's something else, man. The weirdest Either, things look, move their they're, they're probably not voting. Like, they're probably not voting on purpose. Well, no, like, here, just... here's what I think would be more helpful than debate. What if they just, like, what if they had, like, a fucking, like, Joe Rogan interview? Like, That's what I call my dad You know damn night. good and well Joe Biden would never I fucking know. agree to that fucking shit. Fucking Trump never. needs to do it. Well, he has He wants to. to. Yeah. He agreed to it. Like, even if he does a fucking virtual, I'd love to go and see that happen. Uh, he Joe agrees Rogan. to it. Joe Rogan laid the parameters. Like, Joe, Joe Rogan laid the the original parameters of that debate, like, saying that it would just be those two, and it'd be like, I'd be able to ask him whatever they wanted or, or whatever I wanted, and, like, we'd just, like, they'd have to give it to me straight. Donald Trump immediately was like, yeah, uh, let's do it. I'm down. Joe Biden... Didn't even fucking respond. He, I, I don't even think he responded. He, he didn't take it serious. I think he should like just do a fucking interview. If not, like the debate, just just do an interview with him. So that'd be that's what I was me. saying too. Yeah, and that's why I said like the biggest, the best um, replacement for this debate would have been a. This is the perfect opportunity for a Joe Rogan debate. It'd be perfect to have a Joe Rogan presidential debate right now mm -hmm. instead of this shit. And I unfortunately, feel like it's not. He's probably. I feel like yeah. I feel like Joe Rogan's probably the most objective of the people that have been running that that were supposed to be running these debates. Like, I think like he's he would probably be, be the most objective out of all of them. Like, yeah, he would have been the best moderator because like all these other ones have pictures with fucking like Joe Biden and they're like BFS with them. The ones wearing a book, I think, on Hillary Clinton, the last one that did the VP debate. It's like these are all rigged. Joe Rogan would have been the fairest moderator by far. And I think it'd be more interesting because, look, 
I mean, that, and that's why I think it's depressing about this. If there's one depressing thing you take from it, and by the way, it is officially canceled now. It's not that the presidential debate's canceled, but the fact that we had a chance right here to do a modern new media debate of sorts. Joe Rogan sitting down with Trump and Biden just shooting the shit or something. I don't know what it would look like, but it'd be great. And... Well, see, Joe, Joe Biden doesn't want to do it because he wants, you know, like he's a fucking boomer. Well, and he, like Trump's he, technically a boomer too, but he at least is like in touch with people. He's not having like boomers for Biden like events. Oh yeah, that cringe fest. I was gonna bring wants, that up. Bring that he up. wants more. Biden wants more of a a platform where he has control. Exactly, and he doesn't he want wants something control. too long. He... Rogan's like could be two, three hours. Yeah. Good. Yeah, let me yeah. pull that shit up. I, I was scrolling the interwebs, as I love to do. Oh, no, I do not want to pin that tab for Boomers for Biden. Um, let's copy that. And the... Oh, but the one thing Trump did do, and I need to watch, listen to the whole thing. There's a funny clip I'm going to pull. For, oh, we got somebody in chat. Got someone in chat. Joseph Signore. Uh, Signore. Biden will never do it. Can't control the narrative with Joe Rogan. Exactly. He doesn't have a, rig, a moderator in his pocket, so. Did so you post it. the link to the video? Um, what video? The YouTube video. Of what? The stream on in the. Oh, of the, oh, oh, of our stream. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Um, yes. Uh, well, what I was gonna say though is what Trump did do, which was really cool from when the idea I heard of it, but it actually was a bit different. Supposedly, Trump was going to host the Rush Limbaugh show. He actually did like a two-hour full show, unedited interview with Rush. And I don't know if he took callers. I heard he was going to, but it was really cool. From what I heard, it was like really amazing, legendary stuff. And while he has the coronavirus. You yeah. Know, while he's recovering from that. Think about that. Well, and, and I remember. Do you want to do that on a, on a good day? Yeah, exactly. And the thing, too, that was I was thinking, too, was. He was on Handy the night before, and I, I saw a bit of that interview. Posted the link in general, by the way. And he coughed in it, and I thought, oh, they're going to go all over him for that. And sure enough, they did. But he does his, and then he does his two-hour interview of Rush, and nothing. There's no problems. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, There's a funny part from that I'm going to play for you guys. Like It it had me laughing. Like It was one of those like, like pristine Trump moments. But, yeah, here's the boomers for Biden thing. This is fucking real, people. I'm not making this up. This is on mobilize.us. It's part of, I think it's part of Biden's official site. Yeah, it has all his fucking events. And one of them is Boomers for Biden Rockin' Doo-Wop Party hosted by John Bowser Baum. Wait, so Bowser? Yeah, you know he's a villain when he has Bowser hosting his parties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're Bowser fuck, from fucking friends. Mario. it's it's bad i mean this is the like this is the kind of behavior that that is incongruent with somebody that's apparently up by 16 points in the polls right yeah (laughs) this is like this crazy behavior is not something that is congruent with somebody who's apparently up at big in these fucking polls and if he's so up in these polls, then why is he now door knocking and why is he now doing rallies? 
He, yeah, they're not telling you something, folks. And uh, Joseph Signor also posted, how do you guys see this election playing out? I feel that like no matter what happens, neither side will concede. Like we can looks feel like we can see some real unrest. <laughs> here's here's my thoughts on that. You know, I used to think that same way, but sort of taking a history lesson, like looking at how the United States used to be. Like look at the 1960s. Craziest. You know, time that ever. was a lot more of a tumultuous time. And no civil war. Yeah, like there was fucking like black panthers white panthers like weather underground and we still didn't have an actual civil war if we can have all that shit happen you know versus what we have to say is like a few antifa and like proud boys duking it out in the streets and shit like that you know that this doesn't really scare me i don't mm. think anything's gonna really happen compared i agree compared to that and then like you look at the 30s the 30s were pretty bad too like we had an actual depression people yeah. lost their shit there was like a whole like army at like a what was it the volunteer army or whatever of those like world war one vets who still have or the bonus army who still didn't get their pay like marching on washington still mm -hmm. no civil war there was major socialist and fascist parties in the states you know they were duking it out too no civil war yeah. yeah, and that's why I kept saying for the longest time that I just don't see a civil war happening. It just never felt right, and I had some reasons at the time as why it didn't feel right. But I'm I, somebody else pointed out like how many, and I brought up on the show. They said like how many major figures were assassinated in the '60s, and I thought, and they said, and and we didn't have a civil war. I, I think they made that point. I thought, gee, yeah. that's that's a good way of looking at it because the '60s was arguably the craziest time in modern american history yeah. and yeah, we aren't even close to that we had like a president like uh, like pretty much get kicked out of office we had multiple, like an assassination like it, it it was the most insane time in recent history and it still didn't devolve into a civil war but then again you know President i don't know how couldn't have yeah it, it could have and i and we also had the soviet union too that was probably funding most of it you know, yeah. right now, like, I guess well, we look, well, let's, look, well, as far as the funding thing goes, like, look at, like, I, I feel like, so as far as, as far as like, uh, the, the election playing out, I, I feel, I feel that if, if all else was equal, right. And there was just, when we were just, we had a fair election and it was, you know, just nothing but the the votes and the numbers and the results if it was just that alone i feel like trump wins and trump wins comfortably but i think i mean it it's hard for me to not be convinced that cheating won't play a role in this election i, I we, we, it's, huh? it's not not even just cheating like there's gonna be a massive amount of like bureaucratic nightmares yeah because but like well, that too. Have the voting count done by like a year because of how inefficient our votes are. And I think Democrats will create this. The, the they'll create bureau bureau bureaucracy just to you know, just to create the intentionally create the log jam so they can you know like they can maneuver it to benefit them. Like I I I feel like all of that is going to play a role. It's going to play a role, and it's going to. And it's going to help Biden, like it, it, directly or indirectly. It's going to help Biden. Mm -hmm. um, I think the one thing that could end up making this into a civil war scenario is, is if there is some sort of significant, like 
if there's some sort of significant fraud going on on the election night and you know both of them basically assume try to assume power and the thing mm -hmm. too is that won't happen because the amount of poll watchers that are going to be at every single uh, polling location is going to be an insane amount i but mean are they going to be able to watch the the remote the remote ballot or whatever yeah literally my job specifically after election day is going to be at county board of elections every single day every single minute every single second until every single mail ballot is counted properly oh god i don't feel sorry for i mean i feel <laughs> sorry for you for that man i don't feel in other words i won't be off this job till 2024 so i will see you guys <laughs> then <laughs> but you know, the good thing, too, is, like, joking aside of how long it's going to take, like, it probably is only going to take one to two weeks, is my guess. Two weeks at a, m you know, because people keep saying, oh, we're not going to know the results till like, February or inauguration. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Some stuff may be strung up in court. I can see that. But in the primaries, it took them, like, till the end of the following week to count them all. And now... This the, the amount of staff that's going to be at polling places is going to be double or triple that. And yes, there's definitely going to be more ballots, no shit. But with more manpower, theoretically, it could take the same time. Maybe just a little bit longer. So I see two weeks max so you know the final okay. results. I mean... Do you think there's going to be, like, voter, uh, you know, like, intimidation or something? Like absolutely. going in there. Oh, absolutely. Like, trying to go the poll watchers. Intimidating the poll watchers? Yeah. Mm, not necessarily. I don't think. Well, I think it could happen. Of course. Like, okay, let me. There's two different types of poll watchers. That's one thing we need to separate. There are the people that stand outside. They give you those sample ballots to tell you to vote for Joe Schmo and to vote red or vote blue. Those people can be easily intimidated because they're outside. The people on the inside are a different case. Those are your paid poll watchers. They're the professionals. They're counting shit. They're help making sure everything's done properly. Those are the more important people. Like they are the important people. Those people, I could, I mean, theoretically, somebody could pay them off and do a bunch of shit like that. But I don't think they'd be intimidated. And, and those people, the people that do that, tend to be older people, which comes with its pluses and minuses. But they're going to be the more dedicated people. They're going to be. And, and the people I've noticed that want to do this are the people that want to make sure it's done right. So it's we as much as there is fraud in this country, don't get me wrong, there's fraud with voting. Project Veritas uncovered probably the biggest example in recent elections, but we are very secure and protected compared to a lot of other countries where yeah. dictators win with 97% of the vote from the population that yeah. hates them. Yeah. I think I feel like I know that that the majority of Trump voters are probably going to be showing up November. Oh, dude, they're they're, they're showing up because I know I am. I'm showing up. I'm like I'm not I'm not leaving it to no fucking mail in ballot. It is I am showing my ass the up. percentage that will be. I mean, it yeah. will probably. I keep hearing like early, oh let's we should look at the early voting numbers because they're kind of interesting even though they don't mean anything, um, mm -hmm. but I from my personal experience, I've knocked on over like eleven thousand doors now, and I when I mean ninety nine percent of the people 
I've talked to they're voting Trump or voting in person. I am not even exaggerating. It is ninety nine percent. I have maybe given out I don't even think I've given out more mail in bouts that are that I have fingers when I go door to door. And ones that have already said they're voting by mail, again, it's probably not more than the fingers I have in my hands. That doesn't, of course, include the people that have already done it, that I haven't talked to. There's many different counties and many different states with many different types of people. And I've mailed out a lot of them. But even that number, I'm just, just, just thinking about, like, it's so small. Even if you get into the thousands, it's very small. Like they will risk like, like Trump, Trump voters are incredibly passionate people. Like they will, they, they will, they will stand in a voting, they will, they will stand in a voting booth, uh, in midst of a hurricane to fucking vote for that man. Like me, I would. Well, here's the thing too. Do you think that like some Democrat areas are like, you know, shady people, well, shut down like polling places the day of because of like a coronavirus. You, you know, well, this is one thing that is happening. There are some polling locations that are being, um, I don't want to, I think the best term I can use is consolidated due to COVID. Mm-hmm. If you have a really shitty polling place that they can't socially distance properly and just for a bunch of factors that it wouldn't be safe for COVID, those places are being temporarily, um, I don't want to say shut down, but they're not being used for polling, and those voters are being notified of their new alternative voting location for this election. But the key Mm -hmm. thing to note is that voters are being notified. You can still vote in person. There's no way they can take that right from you. There's just no way. No Cause way. Because people are... can see happen. Do you get a Democrat out there, a Democrat operative who has coronavirus or claims they have coronavirus, goes to the voting place and gets it shut down in the middle of the day? That's an interesting thought. Hmm. What, what could they really do? Because, you know, it's in the middle of the day. You know? How I are mean, they going to get the new people to get to a new place? You know what they could do is theoretically you could take the if it's weather permitting the voting booths and bring them outside and just set them up under like a tent or something like what you're saying is actually an interesting scenario. And I would, I'd be curious to see if there's a way they're looking at dealing with that, but that could happen. Hmm. Of course, what if somebody pulled a fire alarm or like something there? I mean, that could be reopened, but I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. Or you think that they're going to create such long lines because of like, uh, you know, mandatory COVID, like anti-coronavirus fucking like, you know, cleaning policies to the well, point there's that already coming. been, look, we already are preparing for long lines. So that's why in as much as I know people don't like mail-in, the, the party has encouraged people to vote by mail if they're for, if they don't want to wait in a long line, because lines are going to be long for sure with mm-hmm limited capacities, social distancing, and just everything being so slow, lines are going to be long. So mm-hmm. I encourage people to vote early. If you really don't want to wait in line, if you're old and can't stand for that long, bring a lawn chair or just vote by mail. In PA, mm-hmm. the mail system is fine. As long as they don't change the rules, it's just like an absentee. 
If you trust absentee, then you should trust mail-in, NPA, and most states. California and New Jersey and Nevada, not so much. Nevada worries me because that's a swing state. If Trump wins that one, despite the wonky mail-in system there, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Be careful. I, I, I hope he does. And did, yeah. wasn't Nevada the place where the, at the DNC they had the issues with their like online voting thing? During the prime, or like during the DNC. Oh stuff. yeah, with the Iowa primaries. Was it Iowa? Yeah, it was Iowa. I oh, forget so. what happened with that. It was something to do what, with their. Are you talking about something? the Democrat primaries? Yeah. Well, like that was a prime. Like it was at their. Well, convention. they tried to. They tried to do it via a fucking app that was, that was completely jacked up, and it fucked up everybody's like voting. Like they it, it, it completely fucked up the voter counts or whatever, and who who was actually voting? So they couldn't even really they couldn't even get the Iowa vote right. Like, which I, we we're not going to have to worry about that because you're either voting mail, you're either voting mail, or you're voting in person. Like, there's yeah. not much. Well, that scares me for the future because you know yeah. they're going to want to make everything go online. So you know your fucking toasters on. Like they won't do that voting. Nobody no. would accept no. that. Not right now. Maybe that's yeah, that's the thing. Maybe down the road, maybe, but I don't see people accepting that for a long time. Like I, I just I'm just worried because like Donald, look Donald Trump, he's he's climbing uphill like never before like this is he's probably climbing more uphill now than he did in 2016 because like like everyone's out to get him like it's basically trump versus the world right now like he's got his um there's so many people that want him out like it's just like it's not just the democrats it's not just you know it, we're talking you 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 got foreign governments pumping money into this fucking thing like you know and like china right you know china's pumping money into the chump they're they're pumping money into the entertainment industry the corporate in the corporate globalized corporations like trump trump has been fucking with their money you think you think china's gonna want to want to keep him for another four years hell no they're, they're, they want him out and they know that Biden will basically he'll give in to any any and all of China's demands if he's in power. So, of course, he simps of for course, China. It Beijing mm-hmm. Biden. It yeah, like like the, this these trade these the trade deal the, between the trade deal and the tariffs, the China China's losing like in the hundreds of billions. You you think it's going to be you think it's going to be shit for them to to just dump a couple billion dollars into this fucking election. Like that that's nothing. That's nothing for China. Like especially when they're looking at trying to get back, you know, what what they lost and then some. Like like they're they're going to do it. Look at Saudi Arabia, right? We're we're energy independent, right? You think the Saudis are fucking happy about that shit? No. We we were we were buying oil left and right from OPEC. You think those OPEC you think those OPEC fuckers are happy that we're energy independent? Like that, that they're they're looking to fuck it. They want things to go back to the way things were too. Like, mm-hmm. 
look at look at yeah. even Russia, even Russia with the whole you know the the arms pact, right? When when Trump pulled out of the arms pact, you think you think Russia liked that shit? No, what, what arms like, pact? What are we talking there, about? There was a there was a there was a there was an arms pact, like saying that like that that we wouldn't develop like 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 there was like an agreement that we wouldn't develop certain weapons and you know like that was a pact that we had with russia and then trump was like dude this is bullshit we're getting out of it because because they know that russia's developing whatever the fuck they want anyway so it's like well why do why do we even have this fucking pact it's like very similar to like nato right very similar like nato like why why the fuck are we like why are we footing the bill for this fucking NATO shit when all, all Europe's doing is taking that money and buying natural gas from Russia when NATO was you created to defend itself against Russia? Like, it's it's just like, no. It's, Trump saw it. He saw the whole, he saw it was bullshit. And he's like, dude, get rid of this shit, man. And mm-hmm. no, tr- Russia wants, Russia wants things... Russia kind of wants things to go back to the way they were too. Like all the establishment does, all of the globalists want things to go back, and that's the yes. biggest thing. I think the most important thing we need to carry on, and and it's also the most important. I think legacy of Trump is the America First anti-establishment movement. We need like. I, I, I hate this demoralizing attitude I keep hearing from the establishment of, oh, 2016 was a fluke. Ho, ho, ho. Joe Biden's going to win now. And we're going to go back to normal. No, they're in on it, too. The establishment Republicans are in on it, too. Yes. They, they want, want, they to want shit to, to go back to the same, the, the way things were. And the truth of the matter is the people don't. Trump changed the game forever. Yeah. It's like what the Joker says, like, You've changed things forever. There's no going back. And that's yeah. the thing here. And I think that is like, I was thinking about that driving home from work when he's like the other day. I was like, like just I'm trying to put myself, like, and I encourage everybody to do this right now. Put your, your mind back in a pre-2016 mind. Put yourself in like a 2012 or 2013 mind. Before Gamergate, before college campuses started shifting. Just put yourself in your yeah, mind then. Colleges have been like that for years. No, no, no. I mean with the counterculture kind of forming on colleges. You know, like before yeah, like... Ch- Chinese, they've been taking... Yeah, and even colleges. Like colleges are taking more Chinese money than ever before. They want things to go back to the way that they were. Like yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot at stake in this election for them. Like they... Like this is desperate. These, this is desperate times for them. If we can win... if if we can win this election, like we could, we could stick it to these people once and for all. And that's like, the thing that this is about too, is it's not just like reelecting somebody we like, it's going to cut taxes and, you know, lower immigration and have better trade deals. It's about continuing this legacy about continuing the fight against the insiders, the outsiders versus the insiders. This is not going to be a fluke. And that's what I think is so freaking you know important is that we need to continue this legacy i think that's the biggest uh, accomplishment of trump is the movement he started the move well or should i say he's well you know he started but like well he kind of did i mean well, you know, 
Hmm. I don't know. I was watching this documentary, and like some people, you can point out to uh, who is that lady from uh, Alaska? Sarah Palin. Yes, yeah, she was yeah, kind of populist. That was she was almost like a proto Trump. No, well, no, 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 no. You'd have to. I think the the earliest example of Trump was Pat Buchanan running. He was talking, and Ross Perot too. They were both talking yeah. about China, the trade deals, yep. the manufacturing, yep. the changing America, and not. And they went in a different direction in some ways. Like Buchanan goes more into demographics, but. Trump was, you know, but the illegal immigration thing was still a big piece of it, and that's where Trump just put a better spin and style on it, and put it, and she packaged things better. But what I'm saying is that that stuff was close, sort of building, and the Tea Party was a part of that. Tea Party was so important; it was like a prelude, like the prologue. But Trump is like chapter one of this movement, and that's what I'm trying to say. And he has inspired Matt Gates, Laura Loomer, all these people running for Congress who are in Congress. They're different. They're fighting the system, and that's like a main selling point for them. That wasn't a thing before, and now is. And you gotta keep it up. And yet, all these polls. This is why I want to dive into next a little quickly, and you know, you guys can keep going for the things you were saying. But all these polls here. I'm on NBC's website. They have some early voting stats. I want to dive into Pennsylvania. Biden's up. Um, 11 wait sorry 13 points which makes mm-hmm. no fucking sense mm-hmm. that's the most bullshit plug there's no way it's literally 2016 all over again it is it's I think literally it's 2016 all over again i think it's worse dude i think these polls are going to be more wrong than 2016 florida 11 percent. there's no way no way that it, binds ahead 11 percent if we go if look look should should Trump pull that pull this reelection off? We need to go after. We need to go after these uh, repub these conservative figureheads that have been relying on these polls once again. Ben Shapiro, I'm fucking talking to you. Ben like Shapiro's that that so that are stupid. that nut hug these fucking polls mm-hmm. all over again, and we need to troll them hard I like agree. troll them hard well, i think we just need to start kicking people out of the fucking republican party who yes well that too i mean that that goes without saying we need to start to get like because once trump's got re-election you know purge the party of the cucks purge the cucks yeah. no absolutely because they're they're detrimental they're extremely mm-hmm. detrimental you also need to go and like remake the fucking republican party at this point Mm-hmm. Because well, that's what Trump there's is so doing. many grifters and shit out there that it's become a national, like it's become a fucking issue. Like the first, his whole, like, you know, the before 2018, like 2016 to 2018, when they had both houses, they could have done so much shit, but there's so many like anti-Trump cucks out there. They, they stonewalled them. You know, I'm mm-hmm. talking to like the fucking Mitt Romney's like these people are not Republicans. And they need to fucking go. Well, their establishment, like that, the, whether they're Republicans or not, I don't, I don't fucking know. But they're definitely establishment. Yeah. Like they're more about themselves. They're they're more about themselves and the name and the power and all that stuff more than the actual like party itself. More than the actual country. More than the like. More than what they're supposed to do within their job title like that like like it's trump reopened the fucking like he 
he opened people's eyes. Like it's like, look, yep. this is this is this is how things should be. This is how things haven't been for the longest time, and we need to get back to the way that they were. And yeah. it's a great awakening. And that's yeah. why I keep saying it's not Republican or Democrat anymore. It's not Republicans versus Democrats. It's insiders versus outsiders. Yep. Because, yep. look, we have major policy disagreements with the Bernie bros, but we kind of cheer for them, you know? And what I mean by that is, like, we cheer for them tearing down the establishment in the sense that we may not agree with what they want to do, if, but if they burn down the Democratic establishment, or even the yeah. Republican establishment for that matter— I love yeah. it. I can't help but love you, it. If and if you don't believe us, just look just look at the fucking look at the proposed stimulus that that Trump that Trump and his team are trying to yes. push. Who's what? fighting it? Who's fighting it right now? It's the establishment. You know, I'm interested in that. Like what's been going on with Nancy Pelosi now bringing up the 25th amendment? Like, I wanted to talk about that too. I think like, what the fuck she really thinks she's going to do? They already tried to impeach him. And no. when that happened, like honestly, I hope they try. I think it's insurance. Trip. I think it's insurance for Biden. That's I what I was they... thinking. Actually, I didn't see here. Everybody jumped to the conclusion that this was about Trump. I think she's priming people. I think they're for cocky. Biden. I think they're. I think they're getting smug. I I really do. I think I think they're. I think that the left is getting smug all over again, like. Because because you remember 2016, how smug the fucking left was, how they thought, oh, we got this in the bag. It's fucking Hillary Clinton's going to be the next president. I think, uh, I think they're worried. I honestly, I don't see this isn't well, something that you would do if you're winning. Exactly. You know, you're, but this is, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's kind of people that act that smug are actually, they're actually hiding like an, like they're actually have a, forget how what what the right word it's like uh they're they're overcompensating like they're overcompensating for like an actual work like their actual worry like and it's like a dude compensating think about yeah like think about (laughs) think about that vice presidential debate right you remember how smug fucking kamala harris looked Oh, yeah. Like the whole debate, she looked. Yeah. She was looking real smug, and then fucking, and then like Mike Pence wiped that smirk right off her face. Like this is this is what we're talking about here. It's like they're they're doing this smug shit all over again. Like there, it's this tells you all you need to know. But what's stupid about the well, see? This is why I don't think this twenty fifth amendment thing has to do with Trump is because. Let's uh, just look at the simple constitutional powers here. Mm-hmm. You need the approval of not only your Congress to remove the president with the 25th Amendment or, you know, sideline him. You also mm-hmm. need the approval of the vice president. Okay? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can't get rid of Trump with this because Uncle Mike yeah. ain't going to do that. He's uh-huh. loyal. He's not gonna yeah. do that. That'd be suicide, and in in more ways than you could imagine. Yeah. So that's why I totally agree with you, Phil. When I first heard this, I thought this isn't about Trump. This isn't Nancy worrying about Trump. This is Nancy thinking about Biden. Now, at the same time, if you are winning, you wouldn't even if you want to get rid of Biden and put Kamala, which is what they want. You wouldn't be fucking talking about this. If you're 12 points ahead in these battleground polls, 
you wouldn't be talking about something this wacky, okay? It's stupid. And I hope they pulled on Trump if that is turns out to be their intent. Is is Trump not Biden? I hope they do it. Be the best thing for him. He could he would easily win in a landslide, but and there anything well, concerned... he specifically threatened Trump with that too? Um, I'll look into it, but well, I think kind of I I need to check. Know. I well, I mean, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't they wouldn't they need the Senate to fucking pull that shit off too? Well, like I said, they need the House, the Senate, and the Vice President. Um, yeah. But it says here in this article, Pelosi unveils Twenty Fifth Amendment bill or bid, but says it's not about Trump. He will face the judgment of voters. Okay, Nancy. Mm-hmm. But but I want to make an important point, which is about these polls. And Trump won Florida by a little over like one percent, like one one point five. He had a hundred thousand votes more than Biden. Do these polls with a twelve point swing, twelve point difference? Mm-hmm. That means a hundred thousand voters times twelve. So what's that? One point two million voters. If I'm doing my math right, do you really think one point two million voters in the past four years just went ah? Don't like Trump anymore. Going, going for the Democrat that wants to raise my yeah. taxes and take my guns. You really think those people just changed or disappeared? No, these polls are so stupid. Anybody who believes them is an idiot. I'm sorry. I have no sympathies. You're an idiot if you believe um, over a million people have changed their minds in four years. It just yeah, doesn't happen. You know, it's just made by like fucking poli sci majors who have nothing better to do and want to pretend they're doing something. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And then other poli sci majors retweet their them and go like, "Oh, look at these polls!" Like oh, when yeah, I posted I my map on Facebook, I had all these people like, "But the polls show this, so the map's gonna look like well, this." It, it gives them something to write about. Like pretty much, it just gives them something to write about and and something to like talk about on the fucking news because like it's. You're you're trying. They're they're really trying. Look, these these again, like like we're and we're going back to, you know, Trump Trump versus the world, right? Like most a lot of these polls are like CNN, Fox, yeah. you know, like even Fox even Fox is like even Fox is shit in the bed too. Like with with the whole with the whole Biden thing, I think they're get they're kind of cozying up to Biden too. I, I I'm. Like, I, I just, I don't think that this, I think that these, these are people that just want things to go back to the way that they were. And, 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 and like, and another thing, like with the, you know, with the uphill climb, the reason, one of the reasons that I say that I, I, I look at, um, anytime I turn on my television, uh, or even like, well, I don't do it anymore. I don't do it on YouTube because I have the premium service. So I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't watch any of the uh, political ads. But yeah, most of the political ads on television and stuff, they're they're almost all Biden, almost all Biden, which tells me that I, I don't, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a money issue, but I do think it's an accessibility issue. I think that they're like they're. I think that the Democrats and these these fucking media companies are setting up roadblocks for Donald Trump, and I I think they're probably raising the prices for the ads. 
as well. I think the the ads are probably more expensive for Trump than they are for Biden. I think I I think that too. Well, here's the thing too. Like I've noticed, you know, the the TV ads might be pro Biden, but I've noticed like there's a lot of pro Trump. Like if you go and look at billboards and stuff, yeah, I see that, and I think that's quite telling because you see you have all well, these. Billboards. I mean, you can't rig a billboard. I mean, you really can't rig a rig a billboard like you. You could rig access to a fucking ad, like you that TV ad. They just pull that shit, like whatever. Like you can't, like a billboard. That's a little bit more. That's a little bit more concrete. And then there's a lot. There were a lot of there. There were quite a few billboards in 2016 too. I do remember that there was a lot of like being here in Lancaster. There's a mm-hmm. lot of billboards. There's a lot of billboards here in Lancaster too. Oh yeah. Now I want to. Talk about this very quick. Well, actually, let's do this first. I'll come back to that because I have an idea. Well, actually, maybe I'll ask you first real quick. Do we think TV ads are overrated in terms of persuasion and or mobilization? Yeah, I don't think people give a shit about those. They get more annoyed about advertisements. Yeah, there, there's an annoyance now. There, there is a growing annoyance of political though? ads. I mean, not so much. I, I don't think political ads are as much swaying as much as like they used what's, to in, be. what's in the media, like the, the media content in itself. Like mm. you're talking, you're, you're talking, there's a lot of indirect advertising, not, not, not direct advertising, like which has media, like, like the news talking yeah. about Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what I, I think. This... That's the, yeah. Like the town hall, right? That's like that was the Biden town hall. That was just a glorified, Biden ad, yes. right? That was like undecided voters. Get the fuck out of here, man. Not one of them, not one of them were undecided. Like, no, they yeah. were all, you, you, you know, the deal. Like that was just a glorified chat. Like it's, 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 you know, it's, it's fucking masturbation basically. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's. Cause I get it, so many that, people coming into the office that are saying two things. Number one, Oh my God, Trump is down the polls. What's going on, Sean? And I tell them, do you remember 2016? Okay, there's your answer. But then I get a lot of people coming in that say, oh my God, Sean, I see so many Biden ads. I think I, 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 there are no Trump ads. Like, what's going on? We need ads. And I'm like, well, I think he should maybe do some more ads. But is it me or I don't know about you guys. Maybe it's because of the YouTube I watch. I've seen way more Trump ads on YouTube and on the internet than on TV. And I think that's more effective. Here's the thing, too. You know, Biden has a lot more TV ads. Guess why? Because he doesn't have any fucking ground game. When you don't have ground game, you can afford to just throw money into useless fucking advertisements. Because, you know, I'm I'm a lot less likely to be persuaded to change my vote based off of something I see on the television than by someone going up to my door and knocking on it. You're right. And I think the presence, like in, especially in this election, like in most, most with most elections, you, you want that advertising presence, right? With, with, with Trump, it's a bit different. Like it, again, we're, we're, we're talking about just Trump is just a different He's 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 probably the most different different candidate we'll ever get maybe maybe ever again where it like it really doesn't matter like the the advertising the advertising presence really doesn't fucking matter in in 
this year, you know, and um, yeah, kind of going off of that, you know, Trump already gets a shit ton of free press. He gets a everyone knows about Trump because one, he's the incumbent. Two, everyone's making fucking articles about him. Like he's probably the most talked about person. Like people in fucking Europe like know him by his like fucking name by his fucking hairdo. They and even before this, like he was already pretty famous. So I think people know about him. They know his general policies. Biden, you know, that's a different story. He's not the incumbent, so he's got an uphill battle with that. I mean, sure, people remember Obama, but like. Biden, you know, he he was a vice president. The other thing to consider, too, is that you are right about the money thing. And let's remember that in 2016, Hillary spent, I think, trying to find the numbers. These numbers are all over the place. But um, it looks like, I mean, I thought Hillary spent like double or triple the amount of money of Trump. She still fucking lost. Remember Jeb Bush spent like double or triple amount of money that Trump spent and lost miserably. The money is overrated and it doesn't well, mean you're going to well, win. It helps a I mean, hell of a lot though. It's not just money, but it's not just the money. It's it's more the accessibility cuz you like they're not going to like in Trump and in 2016 Trump was serious like his campaign was seriously intelligent when it came to attacking like the social media and the ra- the rallies were fucking incredible like that 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 pushed a whole lot of buzz like i mean just the the ground game and the rallies were just absolutely incredible and i mean i mean he's getting back to that now too but i mean but but like with the coronavirus and like the coronavirus put a small dent in the rallies even though you know i I wouldn't say small i'd say it's a big dent it's a big day. De- yeah, but I mean, he's kicking him up again. But yeah. like, it's 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 sideline. I mean, man. he'll still yeah, you know, he'll still get the big crowd. He'll still get the big crowds. Oh, I yeah. mean, but but like, especially like shit. If if this Regeneron shit is legit, we may. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's gonna be that would be incredible. Like if this if this Regeneron the like because he took a like he was talking about him taking that Regeneron cocktail and it fucking knocked it out. It's almost like a Z pack or something. Like what <laughs> the fuck? Also, like, I found something too on NPR that said again to to all the people that were worried about Trump not having enough TV ads. Hillary Clinton spent a hundred twenty seven million dollars on TV ads alone. In yeah. the seven swing states. Well, we don't Trump know. Look, spent we, 18 let, Let's be real. Like, look, it, I mean. She spent $109 million more yeah. than him, and she lost. Yeah. On just TV I mean, ads. I want, and that's yeah. the important thing I'm trying to draw here is that she spent, like, a shit ton more on TV ads and lost. Yeah. I mean. Like, the, like what you were saying there earlier it's like people like the tv ads they don't really do anything ground game his rallies i think those are great especially now when you can do it because people they can't go to concerts but they can yeah. fucking go to trump rally yeah. in neighborhood. and so also gonna- you have to understand what those rallies this is something i learned too is that the reason they are so important and the reason he does them all the time is because number one a rally becomes 
a two to three hour Trump ad on on Fox News and if they're showing them the other cable news channels, it also yeah. creates sound bites which drive headlines, which mm-hmm. keep you in the news all the time. And number three is that when and I bet you guys have noticed this too, when a Trump rally comes to town, everybody's talking about it. It yeah. is like well now it is the president. Apparently there's to town. another one. Apparently there's another one coming to Pennsylvania. There's one coming to Johnstown. Oh that's um around Altoona. It's not I, I know Johnstown is like when um I think it's Tuesday. Dude, I kind of want to go. See, I wish that they would like do this on the weekend or something cuz like Tuesday fuck. at 7. Tuesday. Yeah. Which Shit, means I'm, I'm doors home. open yeah. at 4 and you have to get there like 2. <laughs> they wish you would do them on the fucking weekend. So I'd fucking go on the weekend. Well, he yeah. did the one in near Lancaster and Harrisburg on a Saturday. The one yeah. that Phil went to. Yeah. Yeah, he did the one near me like on I think it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday or something that this I mean I'm glad he came over here, but take man, a day I, off. Yeah, and it, man, I got like, man, I can't physically take a day off right now. <laughs> like, unless I literally like am dying. Like, man, Don't you have days? man I'm, we got we have three people for a whole fucking sh- week. Do you have sick days? Yeah, but <laughs> I just one. <laughs> I know, but man, I'd be, be a Chad, be your own boss, use your leverage, play the game, power move. Dude, how many of these are going to be, how many th- How many of these things you really think you're going to get to go to? Once in like a lifetime this, experience or some bullshit. Like, I'm telling you, it's fucking legend. It is yeah. fucking legend, man. Yeah. I can't but wait anyway. to go to a proper rally. Like, Dude. I can't wait. Anytime- if he comes down again, I'll take I'll take a fucking time off. There you for that. Go. Yeah, we there should you go. all go to one together. That would be the best thing you. ever. Well, if he yeah. can do another one in Harrisburg or somewhere around there, I'd fucking do it. Or like York. Well, I think what he's okay, and I am I keep my fingers crossed. He has to do this when he does his victory tour, like he did in sixteen. That'll probably be the only one I can go to because I can't go to these ones with my job. Literally not allowed to, but. Yeah. When he does the victory tour, maybe even inauguration, I don't know if we're going to get, like, cool tickets to that or anything. I mean, I would assume we would, but, like, the victory one, we should plan on one for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to have the same energy as, like, a campaign ride, but it's, like, I feel like it'll still be really cool. Yeah. yeah I'd be down if we can figure something out for inauguration. Because mm-hmm. we didn't go to the one sixteen, remember? Oh yeah, 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 and I was pissed about that because a certain person <laughs> got invited to the place, but not fucking me. Because, well, I mean, good, he's friends with those people. I mean, but didn't we really just kind of decide not to because, like, we had the tickets, but it was just logistically not going to happen. Yeah, because you know the person they let a certain person shove you know a strap on up his ass <laughs> over invited them over. But I mean, to be fair, I'm thankful because these people are now bad you know, notorious like fucking infamous but looking like yeah i wish i would have fucking been invited to that shit me but too i kind of that's if the the one thing i have a slight regret was that and instead we went to a fucking anime convention so what the fuck is wrong with us <laughs> which we crashed we crashed we weren't participants per se man see i, I miss her we we fucked up that last one we should have we fucked up 
Dude, there was some, like, we should have went to the fucking 18 plus event and crashed that. That would have been funny. <laughs> That's you true. Sick, we had to do the fucking radio show, but fuck it. Next time we need to bring the radio or the fucking the no show longer radio to the show. convention. Yes, we need to get a fucking booth there. <laughs> That's like I look. I know we're getting on a tangent here, but I, I, this is kind of stuff we need to talk about once this election's over. But like, especially with my wacky, like crazy, insane job. Once we're done with that, this whole election's behind us. We need to, like, have, like, a plan. Like, our political master plan. Because we have this show. We have this channel. We have this new org we're working on. Like, we need to, like... We need to figure out where what what are our battles. We have a battle plan. We need, like, a battle plan, you know? what What's the war map going to look like? Yeah, I'm telling you, you need to make that book the book yes that's another part book, of it do yeah do the one book you know that your your college career and then like a couple years so you can do the, a fucking sequel with certain other things you know people are gonna start connecting the dots at that point be like hmm hey fuck it man if you can make a million dollars off that you know well probably not well, hopefully man you might be able to make a million dollars <clears> off that like see that'd be something interesting people would especially if trump wins another semester semester fun. I just started other... investing in the stock market. I can't have fucking Joe Biden winning. Like, there you go. The stock market's going to eat shit if he wins. Yeah, that's what Ooh. I'm. Well, see, I don't know. I invest in some oil things, and I feel that if he does that, American oil production will shit the bed. But I invest in like Shell, and that's like an international company. So, like, yeah, I, I think I'd actually that particular investment. Although over here, like either way, I don't think it'd really do too bad. It's so shitty right now, but like, man, I don't know. I, I see they have that fucking cracker plant over like near me. I want to see that shit built, man. There would be so many fucking Pittsburgh jobs if they like when they actually get that thing up and running, there's already like 5,000 like construction jobs just related to that. Like one of the world's largest, like uh, cranes is over there like it, it's pretty fucking legit nice uh but by the way i i watched uh i watched the movie bombshell oh yeah because that's on, gotta, is that on hbo now yeah i gotta admit that was like the biggest load of shit that i think i may have ever watched what was like, bombshell? it's about the fox news megan kelly scandal. and the roger ailes lawsuits and shit like that like I had to go and watch like fucking outfoxed when I was in like high school in this poli sci class. It was such like, bullshit. What the fuck, man? Like it was just like the the that movie like I that's a hundred and eight minutes that I'm never getting back. Like why was it garbage. bad though? Like what what huh? about was bad for you? Well like like I it, it just it felt it felt inaccurate. <laughs> Like extremely, like one like uh, Roger Ailes wasn't fired. He was fucking he resigned because he didn't want to like like because he didn't want to like he didn't want his fate like he didn't want his presence to negatively affect the company. Even though like he they they said that oh he was fired and da, 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 and it was like well no he let he left he resigned from the company and then went to fucking work for the trump team during the during uh during the election 
and like yeah i i, I mean they, they they and they made it look they just i don't know I, did it I, feel I, too hollow like one-sided yeah that's a problem with a lot of those movies Although, speaking of movies, did you hear that, like, apparently, um, I think it was, like, Regal might be going under or something? Well, what they did was, is they shut down all their theaters temporarily, and that came after the Bond film moved their release date, again, to literally a year after the original release date. So, they moved from April or May or whatever it was in... 2020 to then november of 2020 and then they moved it again till easter time of 2021 and then literally a few days later regal's like yeah we're not making money keeping the lights on and the popcorn so let's just shut everything down for now so that we don't lose money on utilities i don't see how they can't like you could probably like i don't see how they can't do movie theaters like at least if they you know, limit the amount of seating, but then you could charge more for seating, you know? I think they could fucking do it, because... I think know, the just... problem is, I don't think a lot of people... It's not necessary that we can't do movies, because it's just that people aren't going to movies. Look at what happened with Tenet, which was a Christopher Nolan film, a... a it was it was technically like a... It was going to be the summer one of the summer blockbusters, and it made nowhere near as much money as it should have. And yet there were a good plenty of theaters open. The problem is just people didn't want to go to the theaters. Probably number one because of COVID, obviously, but number two because of convenience. I think the COVID thing has made everybody way more, you know, convenience oriented than we already were before. Like with the online, you know, school. I mean, yes, everybody does want to go back to in-person schools, but like. It's like with the work, too. Like, people don't want to go back to work now. They just want to keep doing it from home. I think that's the kind of thing that it's doing to movies is it's accelerating the, the uh, I don't want to say the death of theaters because theaters will always be a thing, but, like, you know, it's kind of, you kind of get where I'm going with it. I don't know. See, like, I, lo- I like that experience. Me, man. too. I like, I like going to the movie theater. I like having the popcorn, like, you know, drinking fucking soda. The big screen, the big sound. I love it, too, but my girlfriend's just like, doesn't matter to me. I actually would rather watch it at home on Netflix, and that's uh, how a lot of people that, are. Yeah. I can't stand that because you have so much other distractions when you're in the movie yep. theater, you know. It's the way that the artist intended for it to be yes. displayed. Yep. I mean, when you're watching on the home theater, it's like, you know, you don't, they don't have, you know, you could be watching on like a shitty television, you know, you could have shitty sound. And you start playing like, with your phone. Like, yeah, that's the thing too. It's like, you don't have that same sort of, you know, like it, it's, it's not real. Like it's not the same sort of thing, especially like horror movies, like especially with that, because there's a certain surrealness with that. And then you have like 3D movies that you can't like. I mean, I guess if you bought a 3D television, I don't even know if they make those anymore, you know. And then you're just not experiencing it. Like I think maybe what theaters need to do is like make more of those. Like I know there used to be this like Frank's Theater near like in York. I used to go there once in a while, and they I never actually bought this because it was expensive, but. If they maybe lowered the price, they had those like seats that would like make you feel like you're in the movie or whatever. It'd be like motion and shit in there. If they did more stuff like that, I think that would be helpful. And like you know, go back, maybe make more like 
three like make more good 3d movies like man there was some 3D is a, a fad that is long and dead no there was some of them that were really good like you ever see like avatar in theaters with the fucking 3d i saw it in theaters but i did not see it with 3d nah man you had to see that shit in 3d that like that was one of the few movies i think actually were fucking good with like the 3d like it actually did it and it did it well and there was like what was it voyager or whatever the the spaceship simulator whatever the fuck movie that was like it was an all right like if i watched this at home i wouldn't have really gave a shit but like in 3d man like you like there was some really cool stuff they did with that but a lot of movies that do 3d they don't like it's just a regular movie with 3d not like part of the experience like at like the original avatar in 3d was like the movie itself the plot line was like kind of bullshit you know dances <laughs> with wolves but like the action what the experience with like super high definition 3d shit popping out at you like man what like, i like about avatar is that it got so much hype and it was like the most generic movie ever it's like oh man destroying nature it. man bad didn't see it in 3d though that's the th like it was a visual you know Experience. fucking masterpiece like that was like this is, everything else was kind of shit or like mediocre at best yeah but just like looking at that and watching it and like fucking three i think i saw an imax 3d or whatever it was like fucking amazing it was hmm. it it made it like one like one of the most interesting movie experiences i've ever had interesting. and i fucking I, I think that made all the difference with that movie. But a lot of the other 3D movies, I was like, oh, you know, you can see Harry... Like, and that was actually kind of cool with the uh, one Harry Potter, like the final one in, in 3D. I saw like, the only IMAX I ever saw, actually, not, I know it's not 3D, but was the second to last Harry Potter, The Deathly Hallows Part 1. I saw that in IMAX oh, for free. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that, dude. Like, I hate that movie. Like, I, I actually like the Harry Potter movies, but that one was just such a shit show. Like, it was the most boring cash grab fucking movie that could have, like, they could have just put half that stuff in, the, and they could have made one movie out of the, the final one. One, like, Lord of the Rings movie, you know? It's three hours, but the fat's trimmed, and it's all together. I, I do agree looking. This is why IMAX kind of, I have mixed feelings on it, because on the one hand, people saw, like, Mission Impossible, um, uh, Ghost Protocol in IMAX with the, Burj Khalifa scene where he's like climbing on the Burj Khalifa and they said like dude like that's the most amazing experience I've ever had in a theater the IMAX is amazing I never got to see that that's where I think IMAX is great but the problem with that is that made a, a really good movie like next level what IMAX did to me was it took that Harry Potter movie which was like an average Harry Potter and made it like really good and then when I watched it at home I was like this is not how I remember this <laughs> It, well, like, totally changed the experience for, like, and I'm not saying it's bad. Like, I'm older now, so I might be, I might be able to, you know, separate that better. But at the time, I remember thinking that was, like, the best Harry Potter. And then I came home, and I was like, nope. Well, no, IMAX is just that much better. Like, that's what, like, high definition. And, like, in certain cases, like, was it just regular IMAX or is it 3D IMAX? Well, there's, I don't know how the 3D works now, but there's 3D, there's IMAX, there's regular movies, and then there's, like, what's happening in most of these theaters now is, like, it's a regular movie, like, but in 4K, which is noticeably better, because these projections are not movie, I thought all the movies were in 4K. 
Well, they're filmed in 4K, but they weren't projected in it. And then recently, they've been now projecting them in 4K. And you know how, like, with a typical projected movie, you can tell it's projected. But with the 4K, it just... It's way crisper, and it's not as, like, that projected-y look that's, like, a little... Not blurry, but you know what I mean. Like, it's not yeah. as sharp. That's the difference. Like, it makes a lot sharper. Like, like I don't know. What, like, what is IMAX? Because it's, like... I thought it was higher than 4K, whatever definition they use. IMAX is a very crazy high resolution, and it also has a very... Um, it's a bigger picture. Like, you have your typical widescreen, but the IMAX is a bigger picture, to make it more immersive, I think, is the idea. Um, I don't... I'll be honest, I don't remember a lot of what IMAX is. But I know the cameras were crazy expensive when they first came out. Like, when they were using them in The Dark Knight, they were using them in the bank robbery scene and the car, the chase scene. Um, the heist, like, where they're transporting Harvey Dent. And I remember Christopher Nolan, like, broke, I think, multiple of those cameras. And it's, like crazy how much money like he cost a million dollars or was it was i think even more than that um i can look it up but they're much cheaper now much lighter they were notorious for being very big and bulky and just cumbersome to use so nobody wanted to use them but he wanted to because they were the best cameras you could get period well see i remember like back when i was like a like real young they had imax when i was a kid but like the only time i'd ever see it was we had this like uh like museum or something it was and they'd have like nature documentaries and shit and like imax and i went with my aunt to see that and i was like whoa cool it's like fucking everest or whatever i wish i'd seen dark knight and a lot of other movies in imax like the promise there's just no imax theaters like like in state college there's not an imax theater i don't believe up there I know where I I think Frank's Frank's series in New York used to be IMAX or they there was some place in New York that had IMAX. Yeah, Penn Cinema and and Lidditz. I mean, over here if you're I was was talking I was talking about the for Lancaster County. I mean, I could I could find IMAX here. It's just I usually like I usually wouldn't splurge on that because it was. You know, it, it could get pretty expensive. But when I go with my uncle, like, we'd go out there and we'd see, every once in a while, we'd see an IMAX. Hey, IMAX was cool. Like, I went to, um, I went to a Falls Church IMAX down in D.C. And that was when Scarface was, I got to see Scarface on IMAX. That was freaking cool. That is what's uh, cool that IMAX does do. And yeah. those other, like, like boutique theaters, it's like they show older stuff again. So you get to get the theater experience with something that either you forget the theater experience or you didn't have the chance to see it. I love that. And, like, like I'm even seeing, like, they're bringing, like, a bunch of other movies back to IMAX, which is cool. The IMAX like- cameras, when he, I think at the time of Dark Knight Rises, were $500,000 per camera. But I could swear he broke a lot during Dark Knight and they were more expensive. I'm trying to figure that out. Well, I mean, five, that's, that's not a lot. Of, like, I mean, that's a lot of money, you know? I mean, they, it grossed more than that much money, but like. You know that could that could really run up your budget like 500k per camera if you break them. But it was you know that was something I don't know like I feel like if like there's certain cases and like I think 
three D when used in certain cases would act would be good, but the problem was at a certain time period, every fucking movie was three D, and that screw that scared people away because if you're watching like a fucking stupid ass movie in three D, yeah. you're paying extra to go and see it, and it, yeah. it doesn't really add any value. It's bullshit. But if it's yeah. like made with three D in mind, like fucking Avatar, like mm-hmm. Phil, did you see Avatar? Like, yeah. Do you it see was, that one in 3D? Yeah, I, I did. It was it was it was pretty legit. Like I I saw it I saw it, it regularly, and then I saw it in 3D. The 3D was definitely legit for that movie for that particular movie. Yeah, like that's why I'm saying like, there are certain movies, and I think it was like Voyagers or whatever the one with the dude in the spaceship. Like that movie, back, like yeah. I think didn't, didn't James Cameron create the the, the uh, create the 3d like no. like specifically for it like he i know he he worked on a certain 3d camera 3d style camera for avatar like that was like his i think that was his one of his deals like well, you know what actually brought 3d back because it, it did exist it was like a fad for a while in like the 60s and stuff especially with porno but mm-hmm. what brought it back was fucking spy kids of all movies that's like after that movie, then you start to see other like random shit start to come back up. I mean, like they, it's been around for a while. Like they had like I think Jason in 3D or whatever, in like the 80s and stuff. Yeah, I found but, this thing about the IMAX cameras yeah. too. And yeah, the fusion. Nolan... Fu- by the way, fusion camera system. Yeah, that uh, James Cameron did create that, and it was a. Uh, uh, it was basically used. It, it's it's used toward a lot of the like live. 3d films like oh, we're yeah, talking like, about yeah. Oh, yeah yeah no no i could see that definitely I, I, like he didn't invent 3d though but like no 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 i'm saying like because because he like like as far as because the, the the live 3d like the live movies that had 3d were kind of wonky up until like we're talking like 2008 2009 was like when it started getting like way better and that was part in part, I guess, because of the uh, fusion camera system. But anyway, well, it's supposedly Avatar Two is going to be shown in glasses-free 3D. Mm-hmm. When are they going to make that? Well, they've. Oh, I don't want to say they've made or not made it, but there was like a recent thing where like they they kept that. That's a movie that's just been like delayed, like the shit, and like. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna happen now and happen. Oh, it's gonna happen. Doesn't well, you're happen. not gonna you're not gonna release that shit during this whole coronavirus thing. No, no you're no, gonna wait no. until like that movie, the where the last one made like over a billion dollars. Like fucking, no, you're gonna create. You're you're gonna wait until everybody can see that movie to. Well, he James Cameron says, Avatar two is done. Avatar yeah. three is sort of ninety five percent complete. <laughs> Um, it, the release date for Avatar two is in twenty twenty one. I think it said December twenty twenty one. Yeah, December sixteenth twenty. Oh, sorry, mm. December sixteenth twenty twenty two. Two hundred fifty million dollar budget, mm. and it is. Uh, I don't know actually the status of it, but. I guess I don't even know if they filmed it yet, to be honest. 
See, they better have fucking theaters over here because, like, if they don't, you're like, unless you start to like show movies with like your uh, like VR glasses and stuff, which you know, that could happen, like, you're not going to be able to have a good time with a movie like that. Okay, on, on November uh, 14th of 2018, Cameron announced that filming with the principal performance capture cast had been completed. So it is like... The filming, at least, is like mostly complete. They started doing the live-action filming in 2019, but it got postponed because of the pandemic. But in 2020, of September, September 2020, Cameron confirmed a live-action film in New Zealand had been completed, therefore completing the shooting of the film altogether after over three years. Wow, he estimated Avatar 3 to be 95% complete due to having live-action parts yet to be filmed outside of New Zealand. Wow. Yeah, now, see, you gotta see that movie in, like, fucking IMAX 3D or whatever fuck you can, because that, mm-hmm. that will be a legit movie. Interesting. I'll have to do that. I'll have to find a way to do that. Because it, it's it's it is a unique experience. Like at least the first one was. I don't know how the second one's gonna be like. You know, you you forget about the whole fucking plot and all that stuff. It's like, you know, just the visuals of that. Mm-hmm. It was out of this fucking world. Interesting. You know, like it, it's one of those things. You know, there's few sort of movies really like that that that's that visually fucking awe-inspiring when you just yeah. go and like watch it, it's like holy shit interesting um, well the one thing i was going to mention too about those imax cameras correct the record no one broke one of them when filming the dark knight that was a five hundred thousand dollar camera but the big thing wasn't necessarily the price it was that at the time there were only four imax cameras in existence and he broke one of them. He broke another during the Dark Knight Rises. That was another 500,000. And he broke another one, or I think sunk one, literally in the water with Dunkirk. And he just breaks them right, right, right and left. Which obviously, when you see how much money these movies gross, the money doesn't mean anything. But it's like crazy that you can just toss well, yeah, those. They only have a handful that, like, especially back then, that's it's more than just five hundred thousand dollars. Then you're de- delaying the movie, and there's uh, what's the term for that? Exclusivity. The fucking economics term. No, it's economics term for um, you know opportunity costs because you basically fucked up your camera. Yeah. You know, just the cost of like paying for you know these actors on retainer and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That creates probably more than just the initial price. And about bombshugs, I was reading some articles about the accuracy of it. Megan Kelly specifically called out a few moments that she said that the film got wrong. Particularly, mm-hmm. she claims the elevator scene up to Roger Ailes' office was correct emotionally, how tense it was. But she said the scene that suggested she ran a debate question for now President Donald Trump by the Murdochs, or that Ailes applauded her for how she questioned Trump, was false the notion that roger liked the donald trump question woman question because it created controversy in a tv moment was not true roger did not like the question at all and was very angry at me for asking at one point he actually said to me no more female empowerment stuff i think i i I don't know i i it though if it just felt like uh it just felt like 
bullshit. I, I like, I, it just it just had a bullshit feeling to it. Cause like, like like when I was looking at it, like it, then the timings was just, like I I I get I, um, I get that it may have happened to like Gretchen Wilson or whatever, but I'm I'm I really doubt that it happened to Megan Kelly. Like I, for me, I'm like, dude, dude, she she's for. Like, cause Megan Kelly was already looking to be on her way out anyway. Like, and like, it felt like a really good time to get out of that contract. Like with as little tags as possible. Like, and like, I, I don't know. I, I, I had my doubts. I mean, was, was Roger Ailes a pervert? Probably, probably, but like, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I don't think that maybe maybe he might have heard. I I don't know. I I I feel like that 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 type of language probably came with the territory just because like look, you're so, like obviously like you're selling sex with Fox News. Like it's ob- like look, you're you you know what kind of women are are at Fox News? Like, oh, yeah, they're, they're not they're, hiring fucking other not, Like yeah, and I mean if if they are, it's like you better be like primo cream of the crop quality fucking person. Like you know, you're not like look. I I mean, like you're talking about even like like Judge Janine and all that. Like they're good. They're like really good at their job. They're not. Mm. They're not there because because of their appearance. Even though their appearance isn't really bad per se. Like, dude, you you know that they were hired for their talent on camera. Like like their ability to report and do like do their said show or whatever. Like no, everyone else. It was like you know you're 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 blonde you're wearing heels you're wearing skirts you're wearing like you know you know what the scene is right there's no punches there was no punches being pulled but i mean he had he had something that sold like look hey good looking women sell shit i mean and that's the thing is like i expect that the people i see on tv are gonna be good looking i expect it and to be honest, like, let's be real. Let's be real. You can preach all your feminist shit, all you want, your body positivity, but nobody wants to look at ugly TV. They don't. Yeah. They just don't. I mean, it's not pleasing to the eye. So this is what you're going to have. Now, does that mean you should treat these women, you know, as if they're sex objects and, uh, you know, be a perv with them? Absolutely not. You can do, you can have pretty women on TV and not be pervy with them, but I mean, I I I often wonder what the truth about Roger Ailes really really is because apparently that thing the infamous like twirl he'd make the women do where he'd make them spin to like see their bodies like mm-hmm. that sounds like something that did happen because many people have corroborated that, but like I'm working reading Wikipedia and like you get shit all over the place like. Some people are saying like the, the the film let Roger off easy and that it was way worse. Or some said like some of this wasn't too accurate. That's bias. Um, you know, even Megan Kelly took particular issue with the scene where Margot Robbie's character blames K 
Kelly for not speaking up, calling the scene victim blaming, and knowing that the scene was, quote, written by a man. Okay. <laughs> However, she also knows the scene belongs in the film to remind herself that she could then would help other victims. And that's the other thing, too, is like, let's consider this, too. I think Gretchen Carlson is the only credible, is the, I don't want to say only credible, the most credible accuser because she accused them and she didn't, after it was all said and done, it's not like she got a job at NBC or she mm-hmm. got a job at some other big thing or wrote a, I think she did write a book, but like she didn't, she didn't use it is like a step to the next thing or to make herself the shit. Like you don't even hear about Gretchen Carlson anymore. Yeah. And that's not to say like, you can't stay in this business after and be credible, but I feel like Megan Kelly's the type of person that she, maybe she was bothered by this stuff, but I don't think she was like devastated and couldn't move on with her life. No. Well, obviously I mean, she fucking moved on. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, but I mean, that was like, I think I think she was, I think she was lo- looking at like her, her contract was nearing the end, like at that time anyway. So like I think she was, she might have been looking at like what what's an easy way for me to get out of this fucking contract or whatever, or, or make a clean getaway from Fox News versus, you know. You know, yeah, yeah, because like, well, I mean, with Gretchen Carlson, it was like, well, she had recordings, like she was recording conversations with Roger Ailes, and like I think there was one conversation where you know, like he went he went over the line, but like, I don't know, I just like, it just it it didn't feel like, I don't know, right? It it felt. It felt like on its totality, I felt it felt horseshit. And like, I mean, okay, so so I don't know, Bill O'Reilly, like, cause cause I mean, they they lumped him up in that movie too. Like they lumped Bill O'Reilly in with like, oh, like he because he had to settle sexual harassment lawsuits or whatever. But like. So what happened with that? Like, did anyone get caught like raping anyone, or is it just like? No, it was a lot. It was a lot of accusations and settlements. Which, which again, in in twenty twenty, settlements don't necessarily mean guilt. Lawsuit like settlements can happen just to shut just to say up. just shut the fuck up, okay? I'm, we're making a ton of money it, here. Just take 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 your millions and just shut the fuck up from now on like they did with like the nfl did with colin kaepernick just you know and he still won't shut the fuck up about things either yeah i mean but i mean but i mean he's not he's not saying that they're blackballing him or it's not coming from him but i mean yeah but i mean but it's not it's not guilt it's just like look we we're making X amount of money. It's cheaper for us to just pay you like Gretchen Carlson. Like it's easier to just pay this bitch $20 million to just shut the fuck up. And then, then it would be to go through the whole rigmarole of a trial and then pay a whole bunch of lawyers and then pay a whole bunch of court costs. And maybe like, you know, 
and then have like tons of fucking deliberations and all that shit. Like, and then, and then like, it's just easier. Just, just take the money and go. Right. Um, it's like easier it's easier that like and and like they they understood that like big business understands that shit it's just like well whatever i mean that's just shit in general too it's like Uh, you know they the vast majority of lawsuits and in um settlements yeah yeah and and a lot and a lot of them are just like yeah whatever just just go away yeah, it's, it's a case of the thing, you know, it's just, you know, between the lawyers and stuff, the court costs, it does, yeah. it be, uh, like, especially with, especially like, in New York, like a, like a lawsuit in New York could cost millions, like, just, and not only that, it's, right. like, the time, damage, especially for, like, Fox, yeah. and, you know, even if it's not true, it's a lot yeah. easier to make an accusation than it is to recover from a fucking accusation. You know what I know too? I'm reading Gretchen Carlson's Twitter feed and man, she is a she's a feminist and in many ways sounds like a Democrat. Yeah. How in the hell did she get a job at Fox News? And to be clear, I do understand that Fox News is very PC and has a lot of Democrats working for them. Yeah. Gavin McGinnis talks about that extensively, how they're pretty left wing in many ways but that's it's like your on-air talent though i i surprised i i wonder a few things now well maybe maybe like this whole thing changed or i don't know man it could have that's way. one possibility there are possibilities that she's always been this way and it's all you know fox news well, really she is used to, i mean she did kind of have she did kind of have some some like opinion like like lefty opinions too right which like i mean you you do have some that you know like you you, you, you have like your like you Williams think new york you like think that. you think it's in new york and they're they're one of the that that's one of those jobs that was hiring and you know like it there was a little bit like i guess cnn was a little bit more competitive like, like CNN and MSNBC were a little bit more competitive at the time. And, you know, and like at that point, like Fox News was like a no-no station for like broadcast journalists in New York. Like once you once you go to Fox News, like that was like, you know, you that was it. Like that was like the the resume death sentence. She's now um, working with People's Magazine. She joins yeah. People the TV show as a special contributor. Uh, yeah, nobody gives a shit about. So she's joining a tabloid, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess the, that twenty million dollars goes away quickly, or whatever it is, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're in New York, yeah, it does. But here's the other thing too. It's like you know, you're mentioning about Fox. Like, I'm glad that we have things like O O N N and stuff. But O A N, yeah. I, I heard there was another one or something. Newsmax. That... Yep. Newsmax arguably has like more. I'm not saying this to demean OAN or anything. I do like him a lot, but oh, Newsmax technically has like the more, um, you know, um, well, there's name more... recognition in their lineup. Like they have Michelle Malkin, they have um, Sean Spicer, 
they have like quite a few big names whereas oan is more like up and coming people like jack Posobiec, you know people that you know on twitter and i'm not saying that's to demean them or anything i'm just saying that newsmax seems to be in a different category I like that though. I like that we can have multiple right wing networks out there. Like I'd love the like I'd love if we have as much right wing networks as we have left wing networks. Exactly. You know, like I have to go and check see if I can get Newsmax. So at least I have more than just fucking Fox. Because like, I mean, I like Fox and all, but you know, you're right. There is a lot of like lefty bullshit on there. Yeah. On occasion, like I like the Fox business though. I honestly, the only people I like on Fox now are Tucker, Ingram, Waters, and Gutfeld. Everybody else? I love Gutfeld. He's probably, like, my favorite guy on there. He's fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, and um, uh, Hegseth, because he's a big Loomer sports. That's why I like him. I still kind of like Judge Janine, too. Oh, Judge Janine's good, too. I forgot about her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, and like that's a good chunk. That's a lot of people. But like, there's your Chris Wallace is still fucking around there. They used to have Shepard Smith. There's all these other people that I just don't care about. I just well, don't. Well, like. Shepard Smith now with CM CNBC. Dude, now. have you seen the ads for his show? Yeah. Oh my god. So boy, that's a fucking downgrade. Look, like you see the. Like, like you, you see it. It's basically he just basically sitting on the desk with a screen beside him. It's like very, very plain. Like it's very plain looking. You remember, you remember Steve, Steve Smith's desk, um, or Shepard Smith. I'm sorry. His, you remember his news setup at Fox News? It was like all fucking, like CGI and like desks, like desks all over the place with big screens all over the fucking newsroom and now he has a desk and a screen that is that is his setup now like Get holy fucked. god well, see like, you know, like, on these other channels they should go and start adding like more than just fucking news like i you know like fox you know yeah you like family guy and shit you know they need to go and start doing their own fucking content that's not just <laughs> i want to go and see more like right wing like onn or whatever or O-A-N. like oan or like newsmax i like a fucking like right-wing animated show well see well fox has been doing some things like especially with their fox nation streaming service they've been doing like documentaries or like crime investigation things which the tricky thing is like balancing your audience with that sort of stuff because your target audience is like the people that tune want news and when you try to go into other things you can start turning people off And it's it's such a tricky balance. Like, wow. and I totally agree with you. Like, we need more right wing, like, just culture and media. That's why, I like, when you, like, I think who does this like the, the best space that sort of thing is Censor TV with Gavin, Milo, Loomer, all those people because oh, okay. they are a more of a cultural thing. They don't just do like this is the news right now. It's hey, we have a chat show. We review movies. We shoot the shit. You know, it's like we do podcasts, like it's that sort of thing. And by the way, Censor.tv now has a news um, website, like for news. It's Censor.tv News. It's pretty sweet. Oh, and InfoWars has a new updated website. Did you see they have a new look? I didn't see that. It's, it's uh, cleaner and sexier now. Oh, 
you know what? Like, I'd love like to fucking have the money to like make a fucking channel. Cause I, <clears throat> you know, I'd, I'd love to be able to put like fucking, you know, you'd have like, I, and I, I really don't like the idea of a twenty-four by seven news cycle. Like that kind of, like a fucking anchorman was right about that kind of destroyed the fucking news. I, I think one, uh, one maybe even two hours of fucking news, one in the morning, one in the evening. And then you have other shit in there. You have your, like, cultural stuff. Like, we need a fucking right-wing, like, late-night show. Well, CNN kind of does that. Like, when they... When they're on Sundays or Saturdays during, like, the day or night, they will have their CNN series, like, when Anthony Bourdain would eat food in every other country and when... Milo would make a great fucking late-night talk show host. See, like Crowder doing something decent too. He would do good too. Like, like we were. Well, like, Milo I does have his about... late night show on Censor like, TV. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, that, it it's very. I don't know. It looks very. I don't know. It, the quality, like, like his personality is always gonna like be awesome to listen to. But I'm like, but I think like he, like Milo would be awesome in like a late night format, like for. For that like i think when crowder he... would be too but the crowder has his own thing which is really awesome too but like 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 my lineup like my late night nine lineup would probably be crowder kumia milo that would that would be that would be my lineup i was gonna pick three like a dream lineup for mm-hmm. for late night to take on all those people it'd be yep it'd be crowder kumia milo those would be he has a new set on his show, which I think helps too with Milo because he originally yeah. was doing this thing where it was just like a green screen, and it kind of worked, yeah. but I think it was a bit. Yeah, it just didn't feel like it a... looked cheap. Yeah, it definitely looked cheap. And like, and, but, and look, to be I mean, fair, they were a pirate ship on a budget. They were yeah. just starting up. Yeah, and so now they have money, more money, and they're building sets. They're get they're getting. That's the thing too is like. It's getting there. Like I just posted a link from yeah. Censor.tv news. Like, look at that. It looks like a legit yeah. news site. Yeah. I mean it. Yeah. I. I mean I think. I. I think Kumia is fucking legendary. Like he's legendary. Like he, he's just legendary. Um. And. Like he has his own. He has his own paid subscription thing, which 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 is which is cool too but like like i i just like he's just he's got that natural ability like kumia has that natural ability to like you know to do like the late night like he has that Im- quick improv jokes on the fly he's he interviews incredibly well like he's a phenomenal interview i think that's like his big his big cat all that all that time with Opie and Anthony, he was he, he was really good at it. I am um, I just like but yeah, he would be like I mean Crowder Crowder's obviously doing his own thing and like that that works too. But yeah, if I had three people if I had three people to come like go fuck you, NBC, like that would be it, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be one, two, three, let's Let's take them out. And there's, um, I posted an image or an Instagram post that has a couple of photos of Milo's new set, which kind of some Joe Rogan vibes that brick background, which I like, but it definitely looks way more legit. 
way, way, way more high quality. Well, see, that's kind of like my whole thing with the way that media is kind of been going. It's like, you know, we have like Hulu and Netflix and shit now. It's like, they're not the same as being able to go and watch a fucking channel. Yeah. Like, there's something to be said about watching like a, a fucking channel with content, like curated content. It's like an art form, you know? And that, like, even if TV goes away, that's like, you, you can still figure out a way to go and do that. Like, a sort of like live fucking feed with like just stuff like sure you can go and watch the stuff later but like man i'd love to go and be able to watch like a whole fucking lineup of, of shit that i might be interested in well the thing and- that's like really a weird and i don't know if this is just a me thing but the weird thing about our new way of consuming content is that we all want things on demand when we want it where we want it how we want it and I love that. Trust me. I love it so much. I don't like waiting for something to come on or waiting for commercials. At the same time, there's a lot of times when I sit down like, okay, I want to watch something. And then there's all these choices and I'm like, I don't want to pick something. I just want to pick something for me. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about channels. Like, I wish that they made a fo- – like, see, this would be like a million-dollar idea. Like, make something like YouTube. But, like, where the channels on there would actually be, like, a fucking TV channel where you just click it and you get more, con- more like, more similar fucking content Don't on they kind of like, have maybe- that with the autoplay, though? No, it, no autoplay shit. <laughs> like, it's so, like, yeah, I want it to be curated by someone. Like, that could, like, someone could fucking curate. Like, okay, here, and here, and it'd be fucking live. Not just, like, a playlist, like, a fucking live fucking channel. Yeah, you know, Fran- set like the for, well, well, Fran- France twenty four does that, like where it's like a news station, but it's like oh, but they have their live feed on their channel. Yep. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's that's actually probably the best solution. But it's like at the same time, I wish things like Censor.tv or Infowars would have like an actual TV channel where, and I don't, and look, I guess cable is gonna totally go, I guess, but it's like. Even with, like, Apple TV, you can, like, hit, like, a live channel for CBS or for Fox, and you get the live channel. I want that for Censor.TV or InfoWars, too. I would, yeah, I, I think that, that, that there should be something, that there should be something, I mean, I think there should be something like an Apple TV or whatever that, that's, like, for for just everybody like just 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 make it for anybody like if you if you personally want if you want censored tv on there you can have it on there or if you want infowars on there you can have infowars on there whatever just like whatever you want to put on that like whatever channels you want to put on there you should be able to put on there without like i I don't know because it's like isn't that what doesn't roku or one of those other ones kind of allow like like oh, but it's all fucking yeah. on-demand content. I don't want on-demand. I just want random shit that keeps playing, and then I can trim. Yeah. I, like if I'm at like a shitty motel or something, or just like going to sleep and I'm watching television, like where it doesn't ask me every five minutes, are you still watching this? No, that's the fucking point. Yeah. You know, that's the way they could fucking do, it, and it would be amazing. Just be able to go and watch your shit. And have it be like live stuff or like not even live stuff, just like content on there, man. And like relayed content, curated content by somebody that's a human, not just like some random like auto-generated playlist, which mm-hmm. will just 
spew out random stuff and ask me to go and skip the fucking advertisement or whatever. I want to be able to have, like, I want to basically be able to have, it'll be like cable television, but without yeah. paying for cable, like internet, like cable TV. And I think like, that's where, and I know Apple's kind of playing with this, but I think you're eventually, and I think Apple TV is going to be one of the, Apple TV and Amazon, you know, Fire TV are going to be the two probably bigger ones that do this stuff and whatever uh-huh. Google has, where instead of buying a cable box, from Verizon, you buy a box, a streaming box from Apple or Google or whoever, yeah. and it looks kind of similar to what you have now, where you fire it up and you can choose yeah. your Netflix or Hulu and all that stuff. But there will be yeah. like a a uh, an app for just live. Not I don't know if you call it live TV anymore. Just be live. You yeah, tap live that, stream. and you have live. all like let's say your CBS, your NBC, but it also has a live Netflix, a live Hulu, a live yeah. uh, TV. I think that's probably what's going to happen. I think that's the only way you can merge those two worlds is you have the on-demand. It's like an app screen. You can pick your apps, your on-demand apps, yeah. but you pick a live app that has everything live all together. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be cool. Like, cur- like, And that doesn't have to be live. It just has to be curated content. Like so, like you know, it's it like, would have know, to be I... called live and be live for those worlds to merge yeah. and to be consumable by the average person. I mean, you you kind of you kind of already do that with like I know with my Apple with the Apple TV. Like you put a Blaze TV, you can get live like 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 it'll have live TV for the most part. Yes. I mean, it has like pre-recorded stuff when there's not live stuff on. But like, and then if I if I have. Well, what I'm saying is that you need to kind of merge all those live feeds into one place. Like, for what that is, you have to go to Blaze TV to get the live feed. But to have all the live feeds in one place, like a channel where, like, like, like how cable works, we can change channels to change your live feed, basically. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is what I think is the next step. Well, see, I'd love for something like that, but for, like, user-generated content as well. Yeah. Like if YouTube or some other service like a YouTube could do that, that would be like amazing. Cause I like that's that. the thing. Like when I watch like YouTube and shit, you know, it's like you have to go and keep looking after you finish your video. And I want to just, I'd like to be able to just get rid of a fucking channel. Like if I, yeah, if I have a plan, like I just want to get rid of a fucking channel. Like, like I'm never gonna watch MSNBC. Just get rid of that shit. Like, don't worry about those because everything's bundled. And then if you get rid of the channel, then you're not really. I wish you could at least just hide it. You know? No, I I, I wish you just get like the fucking get get where you just pay for each each channel or something like that. Like, just... probably could, but right now, like, it'd be so expensive unless you bundle it. Like that's the thing. Like it, it would be ridiculous. <laughs> Expensive. You save a lot of money by bundling. Yeah. But then you yeah, but your... you're bundling a bunch of bullshit, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You're, you're bundling one good channel with a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Like, I think that would be something like just maybe have dip more like a, a greater selection of bundles to choose from instead of just like like I know when I had FiOSide, like they gave me a bunch of different options I could choose. I get like a news package or like a movies package or whatever, but like. 
the news package didn't have stuff that I wanted, but I think it actually had ONN or OAN, and I didn't know what it was at the time, so I was like, I don't even know what the fuck this channel is. I didn't watch it, but like, looking back now, I wish I had that option with fucking Comcast. And here's the other thing, too. It's like, I, I think that the United States needs to do something about their fucking, like, these ISPs and cable companies and shit, because it's ridiculous. Like, let, let's be real here. Like, when I was in Pittsburgh, man, I fucking loved it. Because I had, like, mul- like two or three cable companies I could go and fucking hook up to. But, like, over here, it's just fucking Comcast. And so it's, like, expensive as shit. And I get, like, less shit than I did beforehand. You know, and they can keep increasing the rates, like, every year. And there's pretty much nothing I can do if I want to have internet that's, like, faster than a snail's asshole. You know? It's kind of, like... I wish that we had a better option with that stuff. And I don't really know how that would be done, but like fucking incentivize more, more fucking choice. Cause like Verizon's literally like less than a mile away from me, but like, I don't think they're expanding anytime soon. So I'm fucked. But like, if you get two of those services, like man, when I was in Pittsburgh, I was paying like $80 a month, like after all their taxes and fees and rentals for the, cable box and all that other stuff and now it's like 140 dollars a month you know and it always seems like it's going up yeah like i just i know it's like oan definitely has a uh has like an old school fox feel to it too where you have like young young good looking women like like in that I fucking love I, I love them, but like I can't fucking get it with Comcast. Like, well, they I have, have a free live stream now. Do they? Wow. Yeah. Well, that you have to get now. You can enjoy what what cloud TV or some shit. Yeah, oh something like that. Fucking... I want to watch like a fucking channel. Like I watch yeah. Fox News, like on the TV, but I fucking can't. Yeah. Yeah, I'll switch like, that files or oh wait, what about Google? I can't what? switch that files. I just prop that shit up if oh, I could. Netflix, I love. AT&T. What about Google Fiber? Dish, direct they TV. Don't have that in my neighborhood. I have Comcast and, and Google. And Verizon files is like a mile away, but they're not gonna fucking come over here unless well, I can't. Yeah, like, move a mile away, Buckaroo. <laughs> yeah, like, that's one of those things when buying a house. Like I should have. Like, when you go to buy a house, make sure you buy one in a place that, Absolutely. one, has access to good internet, and, two, if you can, find one with multiple ISPs that are able to be hooked up. But like you can check that, and I was like, oh, you know, at least I have Comcast. I can get, like, broadband. But, at like, least, that's, not, that's not enough. At least Liz Wheeler's doing her own thing with YouTube now. That's oh, kinda, yeah, that's, that's true. I, cool. did, did I break that news to you, or did you find that before me? Yeah, I mean, I I think I found it, but I think I I don't know. I I, I like it. Like I like I like her channel now. Well, why did like she leave? We are now. Um, she I guess her contract was up. She decided to do her own thing. I'm, like I I think because she because she's she has gotten. I feel maybe she's gotten bigger than the channel. I guess, which to be honest, probably like I I. I don't know. I think a lot of people in that because here's the thing: it's like, yeah, being independent is great. You can do what you want, say what you want, but man, it's hard not getting that guaranteed paycheck every week with health care and benefits and all that jazz. Yeah. It's not well, easy. 
that's with going, you know, making your own business too. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the one thing that like that sucks. Like, I love like having healthcare in America, but like, man, there's sometimes where you know, like, if I could make, if I could be a fucking contractor, do you know how much money I could fucking make? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I could make a shit ton of money, but then I'd gonna pay for healthcare, so it'd still be like. You know, when you had to deal with all that and all that other bullshit, it's like, and then have to worry about not having a job mm-hmm. periodically. Like, see, it, it's fucked up. Like, I know a lot of people who are like, you know, in the National Guard and stuff who can rely on that for like TRICARE. But like, if you're not in the National Guard and you're not like, you don't have any other sort of healthcare options or like a wife or something that has like a, a fucking job with healthcare, you're fucked, you know? I don't really know how to fix that issue either because, you know, fucking socialism ain't the fucking answer, but I don't know what the fuck is. Um, the other thing, too, I was going to mention, I forgot to play this earlier, but play this clip from Rush Limbaugh when he had Trump on. This is the, this is awesome. This is just like another, like, this is like a why I love Trump classic moment. Never been done before. And, and, and then you put out notice. If you fuck around with us, if you do something oh. bad to us, we are going to do fuck around with us things to you that have never been done before. <laughs> he yeah. said on the radio, Iran, if you fuck around with us, you're oh. on notice. I love fucking Trump. And Iran Trump. knows that, and they've been put mm-hmm. on notice. If you fuck around with us, if you do something mm-hmm. bad, uh, and you get like the cut Republicans out. They're like, "Oh, you said the f word. You can't do that." I love the Politico headline for this. Like, I, I don't care if it's supposed to be a positive or negative spin. It's funny. It says Dr- Trump drops an f bomb on Iran. <laughs> <laughs> that, that reminds me of that. Like, fu- there's like an old fucking uh, who? Who is that puppet dude? Jeff Dunham. Like he had like one. It's like oh, you know, we dropped the A bomb. We dropped like you know they have the A bomb, the H one. So I'm gonna drop the F bomb and it's like the, the one. Fuck, I was like, oh, I guess we just did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I miss that guy too. Like, you know, that that like fucking uh, the puppet dude, the the Jeff Dunham man. Like I've seen him twice at Penn State. He's just kind of like. I don't know. He's kind of, I don't want to say he's gotten lazy with his content, but it's like, he seemed to have like a peak and he didn't really seem to, I mean, he has gone, like, I still find him funny. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's like, I feel like he can dig a little deeper and do some, something a little, he needs to like spice it up a bit. Well, you have to be careful these days. Like, and that's like part of it. Like half his sticks, you know, like, It'd be hard to really pull him off. That's super the thing well. too is like when he was doing like his ed- his edgy shit. Like at that time, like I mean, yeah, people kind of went edgier back then, but like you didn't see the stuff he was doing, like a dead terrorist. Yeah, but like you, you didn't have cancel culture the same manner that we had back then. True. You know, like you could get away with shit like. You know, fucking like playing like stereotypes and stuff like the fucking jalapeno dude. Well, that's what I've. Have you noticed this too? Like when I watch like not even older movies, but like that's a good example. Some from like five, ten years ago. I kind of get taken aback. You know, before cancel culture shit, you, I don't want to say you found it acceptable and now you don't, but you found. It wasn't as like holy shit they're they're going there with that. It was just like oh that's edgy that's funny. Now it's like 
whoa, he, he did a stereotype, like, of Mexicans? Like, whoa. Dude, like, you, I don't know. That's it's a little hairy now. Well, I mean, I, I still think it's fucking funny. But, no, I, yeah. I do, but what I'm saying is, like, I don't want to say it's gotten edgier, but it's, like... It doesn't. It, like, it is... It would not be able to be portrayed today without or, or creating controversy. And and I've noticed that, like, too, like, especially, like, early, like, 90s, late, like, early, like late in the 90s, early 2000 movies, like, like, Euro Trip and shit like that. And, like, what was that? I just saw Van Wilder the other day. I was, like, I think he called some, you know... Uh, a homophobic slur as you know some people might go and say like there, there was shit like that all the time in those movies but like you know today you could not call you could not say something like that in a movie or like if you did it would have to be like whoa you just said you know the f a word you know yeah that's a good example of a war that's like changed or look at even shit that milo would say in like on college campuses in like 2015 16 i'm like could you imagine if he was saying that stuff now like the jokes he made about like, Muslims chat, and trannies. nothing no new shit in the chat there's something in the chat's chat i think no, do you want to hop in the chat's chat yeah so we... we can yeah i just want to see if someone wanted to go and join yeah hey, hey what's up I heard a badunk, but nobody else joined. No, right? That was really weird. It's a Discord yeah, conspiracy. I'm I miss like I miss like those old movies where people just didn't get offended and everything. Like I mean, I always love watching older cinema. Like what was it? What did I watch? It was like the 1960s Nutty Professor. I was just, like watching. I was like, yeah, I know this would be like even that movie was like did, it wasn't even like super offensive, but like some of the shit he did with like he did with the woman man. He was just but like you mean a fucking. The one with Eddie Murphy, right? No, the sixties version. There's a sixties version. Yeah. There's a actually, I like the sixties one. It was like it's like Beta Cuck Professor, you know. He like he takes this like sexual enhancing drug or whatever, makes him like into this like Chad dude. And then he like absent-minded professor. Like it was like you had to go and see the sixties version. He's just like the super nerdy motherfucker. And then, like, he takes this fucking drug, and he, like, turns into this, like, fucking Chad. And he, like, <laughs> it's like, he, the way he treats the lady is so funny, because he's, like, basically, like, just, like it, it was something, like, you know, like, the earlier Bonds and stuff. Would fall, oh, and, like, I found it, would, it. It would not fly today. It's a parody of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, apparently. Yeah, like I, I saw both. Like I like the sixties version because it was like who would they have? Do they had like, Jerry you... Lewis as the nutty professor playing the the um the beta, as you'd say. Yeah, no, like it, it was a good movie, but like man, like some of the stuff he did with the fucking woman, man, like people would like the feminists would be really pissy about that. Here's a still from it. I'm posting all this in chats now, but it's like I think I mentioned on the show, but like. Somebody mentioned this, and my dad mentioned it too, in Goldfinger, which is a 60s Bond that, with Connery. Like, there's one scene that just does not age well, especially post-Me Too, where it's it's in, it's early in the movie when Bond's at the pool, and he's that's where he first like sees Goldfinger, and he has to like, talk to somebody. I think Felix comes up to him, and he's like with this chick, and... She's like saying something. And he's like, 
Move along, dear. It's time for the men to talk. And then you hear a, like, right <laughs> on her ass. And it's like, <laughs> it literally makes me stop and go, like, what? Like, in this one, too, it wasn't even, like, not, not even just, like, you know, the, the 60s, you know, sexism, whatever you want to call it, the chauvinism. But, like, just somehow, like, smoking and shit in that movie was, like, man, I wish I fucking lived in the 60s. Have you seen Mad Men? No, I've never seen that. You want to see a lot of smoking? Watch Mad yeah. Men. It's yeah. in the 60s ad agencies. I still need to see that show because it's right up my alley. A lot of smoking and drinking. Is constant constant smoking well, that's the thing I like, like about Netflix is they, they've done a lot like especially like if you watch Stranger Things like they have a lot of that smoking in there but like they got like bitched at because they're like oh you're portraying smoking in those the 80s and people fucking smoke a lot in the 80s you know people would like do that but like man like you just go watch these movies like even kids movies and stuff like what was I wa- I watched the other day like Beetlejuice again and like man like for a fucking rated pg movie there was some there was some stuff like a dude like dropped the f-bomb like (laughs) like yeah that wouldn't fly in a pg movie like he did like there's some sexual stuff going on and it's like what the fuck have you seen mad men phil mad men yeah yeah of course what'd you think of it what mad men the show yes yeah the lots of drinking lots of smoking lots of sexual harassment lots mm. of uh yeah i mean you know well i'm saying what did you think of the show of, though in terms of quality like did you like it dislike it love it i did i i liked it i i liked it for a long time i think i think it got sour on, on like the last season but i mean is that the one with kevin spacey <laughs> no no but, it's house of cards <laughs> yeah that's another one that fucking shit the bed in the last two seasons but um I don't know. Like, I mean, that's kind of how show, shows go now nowadays. Like, I don't know. See, I like, it, you know, like, there's a fucking renaissance of like smoking in movies, like at least in the fucking <laughs> renaissance of smoking in movies. I feel like the light. Well, like even even um, what was it? The uh, the fuck was this? Uh, well, here's the thing with that. Too. Who's the what's what's the one show with Walter White? Breaking oh, uh, Bad. Breaking, Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah, I thought that 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 was, um, you know, like that ending was okay. Like that show ending was okay. And then they go and make a fucking movie, oh, man. Uh, I fucking they ruined it. They ruined it. I don't. What? I don't think it ruined it for me, but it was just such an unnecessary. Unnecessary well, I think movie. People kept finding these bullshit fan theories that like Walter White's really alive, but like it was more like no, he's fucking dead. That was the stupidest theory because he's clearly dead. He gets shot how like, many times, and he's laying there motionless at the end, motionless, and he's still bleeding, like he's dead. It's clear. Like, see, I, 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 I like Breaking Man. You know, I thought that was. Like, I mean, it probably is one of the best fucking TV series, like, ever made. And, like, it's been called that before. I think it really deserves it. Like, in terms of, like, drama, at least for the most part, you know, there's some shitty episodes in there every once in a while, like, the fucking Fly one, but, you know. You didn't like the Fly one? Okay, the Fly one is, like, when I first saw it, um, didn't care for it. I When I've heard people talk about 
bits of it more, I kind of get why it's good. And no, it's fucking stupid. I think the stupidest one is still that fucking plane crash. Is the most preposterous thing in the world. I don't know why they put it in that show in the second season. The episode was just a waste of time. Like, oh, we're in a math lab. We're going to just waste a whole episode on a fucking fly. <laughs> like, like, God, like, I mean. I, it was supposed I, to be a time for character development. That's There was another fucking show that did something like that, too. I didn't know if it, it was like, I don't know if it was a kid show or something, but they had like a fly in there. And I was just thinking that it like, gave me PTSD. <laughs> I forget what the fuck it was, but there was like I, I think maybe it's always sunny or something. They had like a similar fucking episode. I don't know if they're parodying that, but there I remember seeing a fucking fly show. But like you want to see a good show, watch like just a fucking good comedy, man. Fucking always sunny, man. That's yeah. I, I love that show. I, I love that show. Yeah, too. It's, like, it's like a human, like a live action fucking South Park. Oh really? It, just the amount of shit that they like fucking have gotten away with, I, especially like some of the earlier stuff, like you know. But even their later stuff just it still makes me laugh. At some of the stuff they get away with on there, but like man, I've never. I hear so many people talk about it's always sunny, but I've just never seen any Do bit of it. To, you have to watch that shit. Like I don't know. Like it, it was. It was fucking funny. Does it actually uh, take place in Philadelphia? Uh, it takes place like in a bar in Philly, but I think it's filmed in California. What is like, like, like what did, what do they do? Like, what, what what's the, I don't want to say what the plot is, but like, what's the, what's the shtick of it? Like, are they just guys on a new own, adventure every day? Like, what is it? Guys own a bar in California. Or not, uh, yeah, it's just very Seinfeld-ish. Like, there's just like a, it's about, whatever the fuck is whatever like i mean there's they, they have a surprising amount of continuity with some of these things yeah like, like you well, be... i mean well i mean seinfeld had a lot had had some continuity too but like i mean yeah i think it's you know for the most part it's just you know things kind of play into themselves or whatever but so it's a not sitcom basically yeah yeah i'd say but like it's probably the most like fucking like they, they they have done some shit in there like the first episode is like the gang gets racist you know <laughs> like they they do this like off the wall shit the, like, gang gets like, the whole first season like i was surprised like they covered like racism fucking abortion and like all this other stuff in like, there right like the gate yeah and like <laughs> And then they had like Dane DeVito come in the second season. I, I love his character. He's just like this fucking like hat, like asshole dude. Oh, he wasn't all, in the first season. No. Interesting. It was, they they just had each other and like they they that's fuck like they just do funny shit. They get into like weird fucking stuff. And I think as the season like as the seasons got on, they kind of had some flanderization of a few of the characters. You know, because like in the first ones, like Charlie, you know, he's kind of an idiot but like in the other ones he's like fucking retarded like straight like on a straight up like he can't read you know he likes you know and then like the other guy they, they just like kind of flanderize the characters but that's with any sort of long-running show i'm reading the episodes from the first season and here are the titles the gang gets racist charlie wants an abortion <laughs> underage drinking a national concern charlie has cancer gun fever the gang finds a dead body Charlie gets molested. 
Yeah, like they do just off the wall shit. Like, <laughs> like no other show like does the same shit that they've fucking done. Charlie, like, yeah, this is season two. Charlie gets crippled. The gang goes jihad. <laughs> Dennis and the D go on welfare. Mac bangs Dennis's mom, hundred dollar baby. The gang gives back. The gang exploits a miracle. The gang runs for office. Charlie goes America all over everybody's ass. Dennis and the D get a new dad. Yeah, no, like they they just do off the wall shit. Like in every one, like they had one that was like the gang makes America great again. You'd think it'd be this political thing, but it's like about like the sex doll of the one character because he's gone. Everyone like misses him. Like it, it's it's fucking funny and like they're probably one of the most like surprisingly fucking politically neutral takes on a lot of things. Really. Oh yeah, the gang makes Patty's great again. Yeah, like you'd think it'd be like this, like oh, you know, Trump stuff. Like I mean, there's like a, a time, like it, it doesn't even go and like really involve that. Like it's fucking funny, you know. They they just do shit. Like the gun episode, like it's not like really pro one way or the other. Same with the abortion ones, like the dudes hitting on someone at like an abortion rally, and like you know, it's funny. It, it, you just have to fucking laugh at some okay. of the crazy shit they do. I'll have to try it because I've I've heard people recommend it to me, but I've never like never cared to like dive into it for whatever reason. I know it's on Hulu and like FX now or whatever. Yeah, it's an FXX show now. Mm-hmm. I recommend that because like I know South Park. I don't know. Like I I used to watch it a lot, but like. I don't know. I didn't really like they. I think they started to get too hard with some of the continuity on like the one season and. I just never out. found South Park as funny as people make it out to be. That was always my thing. Is like there would be like one or two episodes that were funny, and everything else is just like, eh. Maybe I have a different taste of humor. I don't know, but like yeah. it just didn't really. I mean, maybe maybe I'm missing out on some of the funnier episodes. Maybe that's yeah. why. But, like, I just, I don't know. It just never really hit me. Like, there I were think... some funny skits and stuff that would, like, I, like the like the fucking, uh, the, the famous uh, uh, PC Principal episode. Like, I think that's great. The think... 23Me thing was funny. But, like, beyond that, I don't remember much else that was funny. Yeah, I, no, I... I less sort of like like seasons it goes in seasons like there's some seasons that are funnier than others Mm -hmm. definitely like i think more politically neutral than they are now i think yeah i mean like i i felt like at least before this season i mean even even some of the this even some of the episodes last season they, they had a couple that were like really funny and then like I don't know. They're they're kind of hit or miss, but like, I felt like South Park's probably one of the one of the the most ideologically intelligent cartoons out there. Believe it or not, like I no, think I agree with because that. they get they get they 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 take something that's so stupid and they turn it into something ideologically like oh like like you look at um. You look at the look at the the PC babies, right? Where where they made the, where they uh, they had the piece of the the um, the woman, right? The um, 
strong woman the 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 strong woman competition and then they had so they had the uh they were they allowed trans they allowed trans people to compete in in the competition and it was like the trans woman was like a fucking randy savage or look alike and it was like and so the anytime anytime that the pc principal would say say something against against the the uh the, the trans of a randy savage athlete the pc babies would cry and basically how it was was like the pc babies represented the the you know the twitter mob or like the the public like like the general public like that it was just it was so good like and then and then like it ended with pc principal saying wait a minute this this situation is actually more nuanced than you know than just going along with it it was just so it was so like incredible how they talked about this thing by making something completely stupid like and and it's you know stupid and funny at the same time i i loved it i i freaking loved it and then of course the china one the one where they cut on china Mm. that was fucking hilarious too my thing is i just feel like they've sort of like gotten less edgy over the years like significantly they've definitely gotten less edgy yeah um fucking with the leftists because like you you see like transgender one they did with the it was like they they made to do like part like fucking dolphin and stuff and then like in the later seasons like they they rent two pro like i don't know i i didn't like that they they this they cucked on that they used to they, did, they don't make the episodes like they used to. And that's what I was gonna say too. Is like when they would attack like religion, like um, didn't they do one on Islam? They had yeah, they had that one where like they had like the super best friends, and they they were um, you know they like one with Muhammad, and he had to be censored, and they like fucked with it. they censored that like pretty much like half the episode, like in a joking way. Like there's a black bar around. Um, fucking um muhammad and then they like they made a fucking play about the mormons and, like yeah. that was actually a good play if you ever get a chance to watch like the book of mormon like i i it wasn't made like you didn't have like cartman stuff in there but like it was made by the same people and it was like I, i'm not a big play sort of guy but like man i thought that was fucking funny and that's why i, I thought like it feels like around you know i remember some of those older episodes used to get like freaking like national headlines for the stuff they would say or do in it like i think they didn't they say the n-word in one of them like the yeah during the wheel fortune like thing yeah i mean it it feels like now they 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 they, they're just like you said not as edgy and i i understand we're in a different time a lot but it's like i feel like it's gotta keep pushing that envelope i think the china episode kind of does that i think pc principle might my, I don't want to say it was the last time they were truly edgy, but like that was at a time when like mainstream culture really wasn't going after that sort of stuff. Yeah. It would be like your more dissident people. Yeah, it was pretty. I I don't know. I like I like the chi- I like the China one. That that one pissed off the Chinese. <laughs> I think that was like banned in China or something like that. Was, yeah. Yeah, the, that that was a, that was a cool one. I I liked the uh, 
I like the uh, the Guitar Hero one where they, but like like it was something so stupid as like these two kids were playing Guitar Hero and they were trying to get a million points off of the song, and like so they break up they 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 break up as a duo, and then so like and it turns into like an actual music like like thing with like the like an actual band like the one uh like like stan actually teams up with this other mu- rock musician and then they're going on tour or whatever and they get and he and he gets addicted to like the the pink dragon hero and like you never you never actually catch the dragon and it's like it it in that like it's it's supposed to like um it's supposed to resonate drugs drug use or whatever and then like and you got the other guy that's like, you know, doing, uh, playing guitar here at like a bar or something like that. It's like, it's like real super ideology. Like, it's like, oh, this is like, this is like super cool. And then like, it's just like, it takes, it takes these, these ridiculous issues. They puts ideological context to it. And then it just ends completely funny and stupid. Like, I just like, I love it. I mean, that's that's part of what I love about South Park, and I know it's kind of tailed off over the last couple of seasons, minus one or two episodes. But like, I don't know. Did you see the pandemic special? I did not. I still have to Apparently, see that. Apparently, I mean, I'm just reading a headline here, so take a grain of salt. It says South Park returns with a pandemic special that savages Trump. An hour-long premiere Wednesday, the long-run Comedy Central series, which typically takes a nihilistic stance, also urge viewers to vote. <sighs> I hope it's not what I think. Yeah, see, I don't like yeah. that shit. Yeah. yeah see, they, it they feels had a, like it almost feels like they, they would be the... See, to me, they should love Trump. And I know they should satirize him. That's great. But it, they felt anti-Trump to me. Well, yeah. I, From what I feel I like that's... I, I feel like that's more of a like like probably the network is pr- probably pushing them pushing that shit on them like um because like with with Parker and Stone they're actually like they they're not very they're they're very nihilistic like that I think it was one interview that I I was listening to them they said they they don't really like conservatives but they really hate liberals like, that's what they said on Wikipedia yeah yeah. But it feels like they claim they're libertarians. And I always sense mm-hmm. when somebody says they're a libertarian, that is a cop out. That either means you are conservative and you're just saying in a more socially acceptable way, mm-hmm. or you really are a libertarian. And it's like, okay, you, you're going to get me ranty now. Yeah. Here's, oh. the, here's another article that talks about this more. I'm trying yeah. to find out how they said the like voting thing. Don't forget to get out and, and vote, everyone. Mister Garrison says breaking the fourth wall, big election coming up. Mm-hmm. I find that fucking stupid. Like, see, that's I don't know, man. I, yeah. I, I feel like beforehand they would like er, like early two thousands one yeah. they would have never done that. You well, know, they would just fuck around. Well, like, to me, it's like, what's your place to say that? Like, I mean. Let's be real. Comedy Central, 
you know, they're on Comedy Central. Comedy Central is owned by CBS Viacom. They're owned by, like, yeah. I mean, there's, like, you know, they have to tow some some sort of liberal line. Like, well, they used it, to it, do that. Like, you hmm? know, used to be pretty much ideologically neutral. Yeah. You know, but, like, I don't know. Like, see, they would never do half the stuff over here that they do now. But, like, man... It just kind of frustrates me. Like, I wish that they could go back to just, like, shitting on just, like, stupid shit. And so, like, super politically charged statements. Usually, it's like, you're right, it's like a nihilistic fucking ending. It's like, oh, you know, but, like, you have, like, a turd sandwich in, like, a douchebag or whatever. Mm -hmm. That was their, their, like, running joke. Yeah. But it's like, they kind of, I feel like they've kind of turned specifically, you know, like, with that urging people to vote that's just fucking stupid see and like this line right here from the recent specials um where they're asking mr garrison he's like playing trump to save the town from the and stop the pandemic mr garrison says why would i do that stan this is going to be very difficult for a child to understand but i made a promise to the american people to get rid of all the mexicans it's like see those oh, sort of like yeah. jokes come off very left wing in my view yeah they do stuff like that and i feel like you know it's kind of happened lately and i'm not trying to shun south park a lot because like it sounds like they have done a great work in those older episodes but it's just like i just am getting very tired of seeing these sort of these slanted jokes made about trump it's like can somebody just like not do that and like make jokes about the other side in a poignant and effective way like joe biden like sniffing little girls like couldn't that be a joke it's it's changed and i don't know man they've gone they've gone soft it just feels like there's nobody that wants to ever like satirize trump without calling him racist sexist homophobic like all the typical attacks. Like, there's no mm-hmm. voice for like conservatives on any TV channel. Yeah, they like we need to go and have like a right wing like something like fucking South Park and like mm-hmm. you know I feel like ONN or OAN or whatever could fucking like they could probably get something like that up and running. Well, see, you, you would know? need to create something that would like this is what again this is where the tech censorship comes back and like you'd want something that would go viral. Kind of like Jeff Dumb's, you know, uh, Ahmed. Yeah, that's not something that's shown on TV. Well, it was shown on TV of Comedy Central. But, you know, it became an internet sensation, so all the normies saw it. And that's something that, you know, some of these bigger right-wing celebrities were able to do. Like, Mike, I keep going back to Milo, but he's a good example of somebody that was able to break that paradigm and reach, you know, everyone. Like, everybody knows who he is. If you can reach that point where everybody knows who or what you are, you did it. The problem now is, like, before you even get to that phase, you're going to be banned on Twitter, banned on YouTube, banned on everything, and you're just going to be in, like, niche corners that the normies will never reach. Well, see, that's why we need, like, OAN to go and take, like, the fucking... The problem is not, not enough normies, like, watch OAN. Like, if you got on Fox, that'd be maybe a different story. It's not going to happen, though. Well, that's why the only other route is to get earned media. Is you're on your pirate ship, but everybody's talking about you. 
you know? It's like, like, let's say you made this video. It's super edgy. People are talking about it, and it gets trending on Twitter. You Maybe you're banned on Twitter, but if you get trending on Twitter, you, you break the conditioning, for lack of a better term. And then it starts being talked about on Fox or on CNN and all these things. You know, and that's kind of the way I guess you can break it is to go viral. Like, I mean, at least on OAN, though, like, you would at least have some channel where you couldn't really get deplatformed as easily, like, somewhere where you could go to watch, and it could even help out OAN by getting more people, like, if they can't find on YouTube or whatever, mm-hmm. go over there. Be like a fucking, like, Halo. Yeah, and that's the thing I think... You know, it's kind of like, for example, remember when uh, there's that uh, OAN report, Channel Rion, who, number one, is good looking, and number two is an OAN reporter who's up and coming, and not many people know her name, but she made a name for herself by being the most vocally, basically pro-Trump person at these press briefings during the White House pandemic (laughs) briefings. Even though a lot of people watching those briefings weren't watching on OAN, they learned about her through them. You know, it kind of is like you break that conditioning. Yeah. Well, that's why I feel that, you know, if we could do that with uh, Trump or, or not Trump, like with a, with a cartoon or something, it'd be helpful. Because, like, all these cartoons are all, they're all heavily, like, left wing. Yeah. Like, they're all left wing in some capacity. Like, even South Park's getting more left you know, they're they're cucking with like all the stuff like the trainees and whatnot. You know, they used to never do. They did the opposite of it and they just changed their tune because it's, you know, the current year. We need to go and have something just fucking won't. They'll just be like honest. They'll go and call shit out. <clears throat> like we don't have that. Yeah. That's my you problem, know? is like you don't have anybody, it's like not cucked. Every bit of entertainment has gotten cucked. But, like, with at least there, that would be a channel that could host that content because, you know, it's already their own channel. They can put whatever the fuck they want on there for the most part. Like, as long as you don't go, like, just straight up, like, like legitimately fucking racist. But, like, you know, you could put pretty much anything other than that on there. Well, you know who's a good example of somebody that, and I'm literally saying his phrase, breaking the conditioning, is Alex Jones. He is able to, even though he's the most censored and banned person, he can still get trending on Twitter every like couple of weeks or every like couple times a month because he does some viral clip that people share around of him doing something funny. You know, it's like there's a way to sort of break through the censorship like that. Yeah, and I like that, but like, man, I just wish we had that with like fucking cartoons and shit too. It's like, oh yeah, you know, we don't. Like, the edgiest stuff you have now, it probably is fucking, like, South Park or whatever in terms of cartoons. Like, there's, you know, I'm sure there's right-wing animators out there. Like, I mean, I know they have a few of them, but, like, you know, it's it doesn't fucking get viral. Speaking of, remember when Alex Jones got pulled over for drunk driving? Yeah. It says, Texas prosecutors dropped drunk driving charges against it's, Alex Jones. They, they fucking tested him, and he didn't test positive yeah milo was talking about how bullshit it was so thankfully the info warrior pulled through yeah it's a fucking political hit job it's like when they they got like mlk for like driving one mile over a speed limit you know <laughs> it's like, 
it's just a fucking political hit piece. Did you Nothing. see our boy Jacob Wall? Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he got some mugshot photos. He's just smiling. <laughs> you know what he did too? He took his mugshot photo and he made his profile picture on fucking Telegram. God, he's such a fucking troll, man. I know, I love him for it. Glad we got to interview that guy. I yeah, before we got yo fucking like arrested. Yeah, like like for a channel that has like less than a thousand subscribers, you've gotten some pretty good interviews. I know. (laughs) Like you know, people fucking subscribe. You know, can't do this shit forever. You know, for peanuts. Oh my god, this is funny too. I didn't know about this one. Says both Wool and uh, his lawyer Jack Berkman made false accusations against Democratic candidates, including an incident last year when they allegedly pushed a Michigan college student to make false sexual assault allegation claims against Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Okay. I fucking hate false accusations, but you know it's a Democrat party. They had fucking Christine Lacey Ford out there. And they did the Pete Buttigieg. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad I got to meet him at CPAC too briefly. Like I, I, I tweet one of those photos out, like, cause he did like one of his press conferences at CPAC. I actually got him to ask him a question, and then I um shook his hands quick, hands with him quickly at one of the after parties. He's actually only a month older than me, I think. No, he's a, oh shit, I'm actually two months older than Jacob Wool. See, man, you feel old now. Like, you know, you could be in prison right now. I'm older than Nick Fuentes and Jacob Wool. Yeah, like, see, that's not always, like, pissing off. Like, there's always, like, young people, like, doing shit with their lives, like, being internationally infamous. But, like, you know, I'm over here, like, not making any fucking waves. I know, it is frustrating. But I'm telling you, that, that, that org, Uncensored America, is gonna... If there's something that will make or break us, it's that. I'm telling you, you make that fucking book, one or two books, you know, you could get fucking famous, you could get, like, on on the fucking New York bestsellers list, unless they take you off. Yeah, good luck trying to get on that. I would... Your first one, because, I mean, there's some interesting uh, situations in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fucking funny. I don't know, man. It'd be, it'd be fucking great. You know, that's what I'm telling you, man. You get that book ready, you make that, like, man, you could be fucking famous. You know, and then you can use that to go and use that fame to start up your organization. Then in two years, would I release your second book? I don't know how, if the book would ever become, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it could be a bestseller. But see, that organization, dude, like, all we have to do is, like, one controversial speaking event, and then people are going to notice. Yeah, you know, I've already got some connections, so it's not like I can't get the people. You know, that's, a fun, that's a hard part. It's gonna be the hardest the part. Thing. And then because I need to get donors, and then donors come with strings attached, and it's like. Well, yes, that's and that's why I think like in the early days of it, like we can budget it, we can like bootleg it, we can, um, Jerry rig it, like whatever the term is to like fucking like budget. Um, you know, 
Bootleg, is that the term I'm looking for? Like, uh. Just gone seal like fucking movies and shit. Like with the camcorder. Wait, what? It's like bootleg. I mean, technically, bootlegging is all the way back to prohibition where you go and hide liquor and like the bootleg. Oh, like, oh you're defined bootlegging. I meant the term I was looking for was like, um. What's it called? Like startup? Like, you know, when you're like cutting all the corners and like doing things for as cheaply as possible? Like, what's the term for that? I don't know. Uh, just being cheap. <laughs> like, oh, that's one thing. It's like in the beginning, it is like a startup where you're like, you're doing what you can to get by. And it's like, like, you know, like you could just do like one, like just bringing Milo back to a campus would be a big fucking deal. And if you actually pull it off, it's a big fucking deal. At a Big Ten school, big fucking deal. People will know this. People will be interested. You can bring, like, especially, like, now with the Proud Boys being, like, I mean, again, the pandemic screws us all up, but, like, with the Proud Boys back in the headlines, like, if you brought Gavin to a campus, that'd be a big deal. Like, Proud, literally all the headlines would read, Proud, controversial Proud Boys founder coming to campus. Yeah, I bet they'd have more protesters than when they brought an actual domestic terrorist to campus. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, that's just fucking amazing. Like, you know, no one gave a shit. Like, I mean, <laughs> there was like an article or something, but like, mm-hmm. really, I didn't see protesting at that event. There's nothing like, no one actually cared. No. You know, but like, if you brought like fucking Gavin McGinnis, someone who's like not a domestic terrorist, you know, I'm sure there would be like fucking riots. Oh my god, get him to hold, have security with the fucking Proud Boys. Yes. Oh yeah, that would be a fucking headline. We can't afford security. <laughs> Penn State won't provide, so we just bring the fucking Proud Boys. Oh my god. What was that like? Yeah. Back me up, Proud Boys. What did Trump say? What was that quote? Stand by and. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> They had shirts that said that, but Amazon banned them. Oh, stand down and stand by. That's funny. Yeah, what? Why is Amazon banned? They saying stand down. Well, well because they banned all Proud Boys merch. I think. Oh, yo! There was something I noticed in a movie too. Um, what is Proud Boys shirt? What is? What's the name of those shirts that they? Fred Perry. I saw something that made me laugh because of the context. You know what Fred Perry's are, right? What? So the shirt the Proud Boys, they wear Fred Perry shirts. Like, they all wear this brand of shirt that's called Fred Perry. Like, it's a shirt you can buy. This is a female version, but, you know, it's it's the same thing. Look in the chat's chat. See how it's black with, like, these yellow stripes, and then it's got that, like, uh, laurel um, wreath thing on the insignia there? Yeah. The Proud Boys all wear those shirts, like, as their sort of, like, uniforms. Um, All right, this is what made me fucking laugh. So much. Oh, my God, there it is. <laughs> Look at, um... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We. Um. Yeah. Okay. We'll use this picture for you. You've seen the Kingsman, right? Uh, which one? The first one. Yeah. Look at the main character. 
You know the kid Eggsy? Oh, He's a proud him. boy. He's a proud boy. Oh my. I heard that, like, who's it? That George Takei guy was trying to go and take back the term proud boys. Oh, oh yeah. That, well, on Twitter, they were doing hashtag proud boys, and it was doing, like, a gay pride thing. Proud pride. You know, and they were trying to, like, make it, um, you know, whatever again. Wasn't the whole the Proud Boys thing? It was a joke because, like, it was you know, a joke. Like, because it did sound pretty gay. Yeah, it was. Um, God, there is such a long history, but like, it basically started off as a joke, and then now it's become this fucking thing. It's name dropped in debates, presidential debates. Yeah, he's fucking made it. I Man, he's got his organization <laughs> talked about by President Trump and Joe Biden, like. Man, like these people, just, like they're 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 fucking more misunderstood than the great white shark, man. Dude, the Proud Boys is the most misunderstood, most smeared group in America. I saw like there was a fucking Reddit post, like in the technology section, they brought up like they're they cheering. Up they, the like, Proud Boys. Yeah, they were like cheering. They got like deplatformed from like Google or Amazon services or whatever. It was probably the, the like I said, the shirts being banned. Yeah, like they're they were like all circle jerking that. They were like talking about how like oh you know they're criminal organizations. Like dude, they're fucking frat. They're a frat, yeah. Like people yeah. think like apparently there's a. I need to talk to my one uh, friend from TPSA and CRs about this, but she said that. There was this one professor that literally did like a whole less like a lecture series on the Proud Boys. <laughs> well, I'm gonna see this. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's amazing. I laughed my ass off so much. I just I just couldn't imagine like literally doing homework assignments on the Proud Boys and then coming back for readings on the Proud Boys and doing lectures. I'm like like that's unreal it's like having like a chapter on milo yiannopoulos so you know it's like They're the probably... meme breaking the fucking conditioning like, that's the left though they like yeah have you ever seen the left try to meme they have like you know the right will just make like you know like a stone toss pound and the left it'll be like a fucking like tw like 24 paragraph like fucking essay yeah about like supposed to make sense like it's fucking true they can't fucking mean they can't do a short concise meme it's all this like pseudo intellectual bullshit you know that you know that reminds me of or who it reminds me remember that uh, what do we call him? waldo yeah i yeah i was about to say yeah it sounds <laughs> like that's why you know he's a leftist yes you know because people on the right don't make like fucking essays and shit they about... say lmao fuck you you're gay and that's it <laughs> yeah they don't go and like make fucking welcome page essays about like you know why you know they're voting for trump or something stupid like that when you know you you can tell they're not actually gonna be voting for trump because uh -huh. I, yeah. I remember i said something today and he like he ats me randomly it's so funny i don't even give him the light of day on these things like because like i literally went from like calling okay i would call him out on his bullshit and he would try to like dust it off and be like okay so you're voting for trump and then why did you work for democrats well yeah i would bring that stuff up and he would try to like cover like you know um he would like write paragraphs that i would never read um 
trying to like cover for it and like pseudo intellectually like sneak his way out of it and then he went then he started like blocking me on twitter oh no he blocked me on facebook and private his twitter and i don't know if he blocked me on that and deleted his article i called him out for so then a few months later he posts a picture of him in like a keep america great hat acting like he's like seen the light now and i'm like um weren't you telling us before that you'd already uh become a trump supporter but now he's acting like he's just made the transition again yeah he's gonna give you like a two-page fucking response like explain why you're dumb well he goes from like yeah i'm a trump supporter to like you know what guys i wasn't sure before but now i'm a trump supporter um fucking attention whore yeah no and then he goes and now he starts like like when i post like when i make points or stuff he then starts adding me and like going like interesting point there sean woo and i'm like what are you trying to do you trying to grift off of me maybe that's it he's trying to grift off of me yeah, this, like, see, I just hate those, like, pseudo-intellectual pieces of shit. Like, he's, like, fucking academic. Like, you can tell. Like, no, no fuck conservative is gonna write, like, a four, like, page report on why they voted for Trump unless they're, like, required to for some sort of, like, bullshit class. Yeah. That's it for fun. You know, and he thinks, like, oh, that's what Republicans do, and, you know, he's in his, like, fucking pajama. Like, he looks like that socialist dude. Like, you know that meme guy? You know, like the dude in the fucking pajamas, like the oh yeah, the, the car, the cuck dude. Yeah, he looks exactly like that. Dude. <laughs> he does. <laughs> uh, with the coffee cup and everything. Yeah, picture that dude with like one of those like dollar store fucking like disguise mustache things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found the picture. There he is, pajama boy. Oh god fucking cringe just imagine looking like that like what are you doing pajamas. what was that boy in the cucked pajamas <laughs> oh god pajama boy yep I found him yeah oh no I don't want a national review fucking page he would make like a national review article yeah I know 20 paragraph fucking like a thesis statement as to why why he will never vote for donald j trump as a republican yeah but you know he fucking works for democrats but you know you're gaslighting if you say that you know if you work for democrats you might be a democrat you know i don't know about you but i'm not person he would go and ever work for a democrat see if i was in my current mindset i'd be so much meaner with all these like um people that would try that would uh attack me for accusing him of being what he is which is a democrat i would just be super like mocking i'd just be like oh guys yeah like he works for democrats he retweets democrats like but but he's not a democrat guys well just, just he's just a republican that that wants to see both sides like, i'd be so cruel yeah, you can want to see both sides without working like interning for a fucking helping them by campaigning for them you are helping them win so simple like in the fact that like any he he thrives because most people in the college republicans either don't care or they're too stupid 
and they have like such like intention like oh you know no one would ever lie you know these people are so fucking stupid like god i fucking hate the crs man they're they're like young boomers in many ways you know fucking country club republicans are brain dead and have no sort of sense (laughs) of the real world brain dead might be actually the most accurate way to describe not like not even low iq or even anything like really yeah. nails it like brain dead they are brain dead you know they, they're fucking more vegetable than a fucking broccoli <laughs> well yeah. one of the people in the chat said like hey i got a question for the legal folks here it's in the cr chat um the old one i i was kicked out of the new one um the announcements one by just simply joining it he says, what power did the Supreme Court have before Marbury versus Madison? If the court does not have the ability to strike down laws unconstitutional, how to provide a check to the legislative branch? I'm seriously confused. And then our, we'll call him the boy in the cuck pajamas, goes, that's a good question. At 1776 MAGA Patriot 1776, I'm going to skim a chapter from one of my books at some point, try to get back to you on it. Oh, he's got his book, and he's gonna like. Dude, he's... just fucking Google it. God. Yeah, but, but, but PJ Boy's got his book. He's gonna find the answer in his his book because it's it's in writing. So it, you know it, it it's truth when it's in a book in writing. It's not the same as googling it. But he's got a book, and he's gonna tell us the real truth. Cause guess what? He's got a book. Like, man, he just makes my blood pressure rise. Right? <laughs> they kicked you out of the other Republican chat? What was that? You said they kicked you out of the other Republican chat? So there's a new... Um, that was probably uh, your current students or whatever. There's like a new discussion one. They make a new one every year, which is gay. But they have a new announcements one. I joined it. I got insta-kicked from it. So I'm going to try rejoining again see what happens because I was talking to their new president recently because he wished me a happy birthday uh, like a couple days ago. And then he was like, and I started asking him like how things have been. It's been like, and then he was like being nice to me. I'm like, dude, you like kick, you, your peeps kicked me out of your chat. Like what gives? Well, they might just do that so they only current like people who are in there. Well, that's I what guess. I think it is. But like at least like tell me, you know, I, I just I, I get it. But like and I don't I'm not butthurt over it. I just it's one of those things that you should communicate better because you're gonna just piss people off if you do that. I need to find where he added me. He tagged me. I keep saying added, tagged. Well, he, the thing with that guy too, like you know, CRs were that close to having the boy in the cuck pajamas as their, you know, president. Like an actual Democrat, you know, worker. And everyone was fucking gaslighting you in that whole chat too. Like it, it's it's so funny when you surround yourself with like fucking brain dead idiots who think that like the crs you know that's like what a real republican is which well, is i'll dive into that in a second because you're getting my blood pressure up now just thinking more about that just experience with him but i i they were talking about santorum running for i think governor in the chat which is a stupid notion and i went santorum would lose too religious and then a uh, boy in the cuck pajamas goes made an interesting point at Sean the XTPUSA socialist conspiracy theorist that's my name because I was mocking the people gaslighting me paradoxically <laughs> he has also famously made some very liberal attacks against Trump on CNN so that could also harm his candidacy not sure what his relationship with the GOP is like but he always makes these like sort of like 
milk toast, non-confrontational comments. Like you made an interesting point. Oh, did I? Did I, sir? I made an interesting point. Oh. I think with that dude's like a fucking paragraph. Oh yeah, that's actually interesting. And I see over here we got this shit. I'm this gonna point. pull out my book and fact check that. I have a whole library of them here. Yeah, I'm lucky I was not in the CR so that dude. I would have got like fucking. <laughs> I, I would have fucking got kicked out. Whatever. My <laughs> banned from the CRs. So I, I would raise hell about that motherfucker. Me too. I did my like. I was careful about it so I wouldn't get kicked. So I could like drop red pills like crumbs. You know, and people would just have to pick them up and, like, slowly find their way to the, the black pill. But they, like, 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 you know, the, the shitting disease? What was that? Do you say, like, Crohn's disease? <laughs> what? Like, dropping red curls, like, Crohn's I said disease. red pills. Oh. I said dropping red pills, like, breadcrumbs to oh. lead you to the black pill. Yeah, but, um, not- he, like... You know, it's just like, you can tell he's this grifter that just slithers around, and I call him out for it, and he blocks me and all shit, and he doesn't even attack, he doesn't defend himself, he doesn't attack me, that's when you know you're onto something, you're onto a weak, pathetic grifter, and most people caught on to in the end, but they didn't really say anything, that's what I hate about CRs, is that they are so non-confrontational, it's like, guys... I've explained this a million times, and you you get part of it, but you don't get the bigger picture here. And they don't learn, and they just, like, they have no balls, and it just frustrates me. The face when you've been to more college Democrat meetings than college Republicans, but still <laughs> you're qualified to run for college Republican president. Literally. It's like, they just don't fucking learn. That's what frustrates me. It's like, I explained to them, and they nobody voted for him. He got, like, three votes, whatever. But, like, basically nobody voted for him. But they still, like, they keep him around. They act like everything's cool. And they don't, like, even go, like, yeah, Sean, you have a great point. Like, oh, yeah, do, yeah, you know, answer this question. You know, it's like they don't do that. They're just pathetic. And it's, yeah, they pretend that you're the one who's, like, fucking the crazy one there when they're mm-hmm. all, like, like, man, the idiots are running the asylum. Yeah, and it's like, get it, it's it's just, you know, I, I say it so much, but it's like, we need wartime conservatives. We need people that are ready to battle it out, take some risks, break some rules to get shit done, but they don't want to do it. They just want to be the safe and comfy club for weak, simple, pathetic people. Like, oh... You know, like that Alex Jones's voice for like the intellectual. He goes like, "Um, I'm the intellectual." You know that voice he does. Yeah. That's how. If I were to mock Mister like pajama pants wearing Waldo, that's what I would do. Is that voice? Like, if Alex were to mock him, he'd mock him like that. Just got Alex Jones going to call out this guy. <laughs> yeah. See, I wish I had Alex's number. That's a number a- I want. People in the college Republicans at Penn State, they're a bunch of fucking like. I could just like text Alex, like, "Hey, Alex, look at this shit." You're like, "Yeah, Sean, that's a uh, that's a pretty bad situation there at Penn State. I I ought to pay him a visit." Oh my god, I'd love to see that happen. Yo, I'm crying at the CR meeting. <laughs> <laughs> 
he comes in, he's like, hey, God, hey, I hear some pussies in here. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And he looks at the CRs, he goes, oh, that's, that's not the pussy I wanted to eat. Walks out. Oh, my God. But I'll chew it up anyway and spit it out. I'll tear up that pussy. <laughs> I heard there were some pussy to tear up in here, but I didn't imagine it was this type. God, I can't do an impression right now. My voice sucks. Sorry, Alex. I don't mean to do that to you. But, um, dude, that's another goal. Like, see, this is where I think we could have some fun with this org. Is, like, we'd get people, like, to really start shit, you don't want to do all your, like, speakers at one campus. Like, you could do, like, Milo at Penn State, Gavin at, let's say, like, Florida, and then Alex Jones at, I don't know, Austin or maybe even Michigan or somewhere. You do it, like, multiple campuses. Like, start multiple fires that these people got put out. You raise shit at all these, and then you're, like... You know, you're getting so many people pissed off that you're you're starting to make a you know it's like the it's like where's the show gonna go next? Where's this traveling circus gonna hit next? My God, that's the thing. You should like you should have done like a circus theme. Should have been like the fucking clown shop world or something. Clown world on wheels. Clown world world tour. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because I don't think has I don't think Alex Jones has ever spoken on campus, has he? I don't think so. I mean, I've never really. I know he wants to do it. I've talked to um, um, you know, his people about it, and they're like, "Yeah, we we want to do it." So we need to make it happen. Dude, that would be fucking lit. Yo, he was supposed to speak at campus, but canceled it. Um, Stanford. In a huge upset for the Stanford College Republicans, Alex Jones canceled his plan to speak in appearance, forcing the organization to... (laughs) This is a great lead. I can't even read it with a straight face. In a huge upset for the Stanford College Republicans, Alex Jones canceled his plan campus appearance, forcing the organization to settle for Ben Shapiro. (laughs) Oh, my God. Why did he cancel? I'm kind of curious. I'm going to read into it, but I love how they... Oh, this is satire. This didn't happen. Oh, this is, you know, like how we have the full legion for the collegian? Like their Stanford version? Yeah, this is like a, a, um, uh, yeah, a satire site. You need to go there now. What? You need to work with their whatever thing to get the fucking Alex Jones to go to Stanford. Yes. I just love how they, 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 like, if this was a real article and they said he had to settle, they had to settle for Ben Shapiro, it's like, yeah, that's how I would feel. I wouldn't want Ben fucking Shapiro. Jeez. I mean, he wouldn't be able to afford him. Like, he's so fucking expensive. Alex would literally probably, like, come for, like, you know, he would probably be, like, he'd do, like, the Sargon rate, you know, cover the room, cover the hotel and travel expenses. Maybe he has, like, a small speaking fee, but he just, like, shows up and just, like, fucking wings it, you know? He can make his speaking fee back by selling, like, fucking Brain Force Plus supplements. (laughs) Like Yo, what if we did like a bird, like a fucking like stand, like a merch and you know, uh, like a drugstore, Alex Jones pharmacy? Yes, <laughs> I'd probably get taken down by the cops. But it'd be funny though. Uh, and by and to be clear, I'm not saying Sargon like winged his speech at Penn State, but he and he did have prepared remarks, but it was more like 
he spoke more off the cuff and whatnot. And Alex is the type of person, like from what I read from his um, or from what I heard from when Gavin was talking about the speech I saw at the CPAC after party that Alex Jones did. He said like Alex kind of just like puts these things together, like slaps it together, like not in like a half-ass way, but in sort of like an impromptu way, where he literally just like few days before like yo said that they're doing this event and then like calls up Gavin and is like hey can you come speak at my event it's tomorrow okay I'm coming and like it's like that yes <laughs> I mean yeah you need to get him to go over there now like you need to get you need to get some people to go to Penn State and all these other places and just like start man, shit fucking clown world country tour well, see, and that's the thing I think that would be we have potential to do. Maybe we should talk about this off air. Let's not give away our ideas, but like, you could really start some shit in a good way, because nobody's doing this, and I mean, that's you know, where the key is. Anyone else would be willing to try that? You know, go the fuck ahead, but everyone's too pussy. That's. You know, but then pussy. the thing too is like, you don't need a lot of people to make this happen, and what I mean by that is. You just need a couple people to start the club, and then you you know your attendees will come, your volunteers will come to help out. But the people on paper, you just need a few of them, just a handful, less than five. And some of these might not require advisors, you know, like Penn State does. Yeah, that's true. That'd be easier. Like you need to go and start targeting those branch campuses, man. Well, I think mm, maybe, maybe. You get a lot more conservatives at those branch camps. But you want to have a bigger splash. You know, you want the big protests. You want the big crowds. You want the big attendee numbers. You want the big auditoriums. You start up like your orgs, like chapters over there, and then like bring a bus to bring them to. Bus them in. Yeah, bring that, bring in supporters, going like fill up your quota numbers or whatever. Well, yeah, and that's what you, that's what we were even planning to do with our. One uh, speaking event that still might should happen was that we would go to York or not York, um, what's it called Altoona, Harrisburg, and put flyers up and get people from there. That's what we gotta do. Alex Jones campus safety. What is this? I like another Philegian. Oh, that's a different Alex Jones. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's probably a common name. Alex Jones Campus Tour. That's what I'm talking about. Al- oh, college rejects applicant for following Alex Jones on Twitter. What? That's insane. Yeah, where's? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What's what college is this? Um. Here, I'll post this. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I just said prestigious college. I didn't say which one. Probably like Harvard or whatever. They're a bunch of fucking cucks. Like, see, like, I, I don't fucking trust those Ivy League schools, like, at all. Like, they've lost any sort of 
trust that I had or like, you know, believe it's anything more than a political fucking shit show. Mm-hmm. Based on how cut they are, it's like, you know, just banning people based off of like people they follow or like their political beliefs and like allowing people in like the one dude who was that? The, the dude who was like in that fucking like shooting and got shot up. Uh, the uh, what school is it? Harvard or whatever, where they had like the kid who um, the anti-gun one. Oh, David Hogg. Yeah, and he wasn't even like that great of a student. But then they had like the other guy who actually was a good student, but because he said some shit, they didn't let him in. You know what the fuck is that? I'm on the ADL's website on Alex Jones. It says Jones's conspiracy theories have resulted in real world acts of violence and harassment. Oh God, the fucking anti-defamation league is just such a piece of. They're shit trying to tie him to Pizzagate and saying like, "Oh, he, he was one of the leading propagators of Pizzagate hoax, which led to a guy going into comet ping pong with a gun." Well, by that logic, couldn't you say that CNN led to that guy shooting at that, like, ball game with the... Yeah, uh, you could. Yeah, but, you know, they're never going to make that leap. Jones's on-air persona is not demonstrably anti-Semitic, but he has featured anti-Semitic guests on his show. Yeah, and he, like... Who else does that? CNN. (laughs) Yeah, Richard Spencer. Yeah, like, everything they say about, like, Infowars and stuff, you could probably, like, find an equivalency with, you know, CNN. You know, they've had and that they've had like Luce Farrakhan on there. They've had uh, other people on there. You know, anti Semites like, geez, he's probably one of the worst. You know, saying like, what was it? You know, I'm not anti Semite. I'm anti termite. You know. Yeah. Apparently, like Alex Jones had it said Alex Jones hosted Richard Spencer. Wait, this was January 13th in 2020. What? I said you look this up. They're claiming he hosted Richard Spencer on his show, I guess. But the joke, too, is, like, Alex Jones has any... He's kind of like Joe Rogan, but even more, where he has anyone on. Like, I mean, anybody. He had David Duke on once, and he viciously agreed with... Disagreed with him. Oh, I have slipped there. Viciously disagreed with him. So does that mean, according to the ADL's definition, that Alex Jones lets anti-Semites on his show... Well, by that logic, you know, what has Alex Jones done that CNN hasn't? Alex Jones has been banned from several social media platforms for spreading violent, bigoted conspiracy theories he maintains a significant audience. Yes, he does. Fucking info warriors live on. Let's look up this Richard Spencer thing, then we're going to close this out because I'm getting tired. I need to lay down. I feel that. Oh, and what's the first headline here? Alex Jones debates White Nationalist Richard Spencer. I guess you can't debate people now. Not allowed to do that on your show. Let's see a clip of this shit. Oh, but you can't find it because it's fucking buried. I guess I gotta go to band.video. Oh, I found it. Richard Spencer and Alex Jones full interview. Okay, so uh, Richard Spencer, I'm not gonna go over your whole bio, that take a while, but he's the president of the National Policy Institute and director of Washington Summit Publishers. 
and though banned in the UK and for most social networks, he can still be found on Twitter and YouTube at Richard Spencer on Twitter and on YouTube at MPI forward slash Radix. So, um, thanks for joining us. Uh, I, I appreciate the fact you'll actually come on here, even though we disagree about a lot of stuff. Uh, give me your current view of President Trump from a white nationalist perspective and why you're angry uh, with with Trump. And is, is he not Alex your, acknowledges your he's a white nationalist. Uh, well, he was uh, never a, a leader. Like but it, I don't think I need to talk about Trump people. from a white nationalist perspective. I think I could talk about Trump from a basic American nationalist, so even conservative perspective. Uh, he has failed to deliver He's got on this, like, the oh my guy's got kind of a Hitler stash of going. his 2016 <laughs> campaign. There is no Jones or Richard immigration Spencer. restriction is not going to be in the cards. Uh, his policies on health care and many other things are absolutely incoherent. What we have been getting has been the, in domestically, the Paul Ryan agenda of Types of visas. Could approach one. It could approach one. No, that's just literally a mustache. That's like it a fucking that semi. Look at his hair, though. Like you look at that, and you look at the mustache. You get some Hitler vibes. Types of visas. Yeah, that's the fucking mustache. Is literally like a fucking. That. 70s for mustache. dumb immigrants to smart like, like I saw fucking mustache uh, it is that smart more immigrants like, who like are fucking Mexican mustache taking middle class jobs that's just like fucking lazy boy mustache pulling up the university of North America go up like I mean call out Richard Spencer where you will that's fine but like that's not a fucking Hitler stash no I know but I'm just saying it kind of reminds me of one but it's not it's oh like, yeah because really? that's for the Hitler one's like just a little thing in the middle yeah, this is just like a fucking 70s mustache. Porn star, 70s porn star mustache. Here. Oh, God, I'd be like a gay, like he looks well, like a gay say porn that again, star sorry. now I think about it. Smart immigrants are what built America. Pretty boy. Uh, I, I so, agree yeah. to a very large extent. Right in the white supremacy yeah. hole. I agree that... Wow, Alex disagrees in vocally a lot during this. System. I have to go get in the Aryan wing of the prison, but if I did not be killed, because he's a fucking grifter. He's like, see, I that guy's a fucking grifter. See, like, that's to be honest, the reason if I, I'm sur I'm almost surprised he actually had Richard Spencer on because one, it's suspected he's a Fed, and two, it's because like I, I don't know, I just I don't know why. I get the idea of debating him, and I think that's what is that's a good thing to do is to debate these sort of people. But I don't know if I'd really like because if if he is a grifter, like you say, it's like you're kind of help. I don't want to say you're helping his grift, but well, no, like, you know? like don't get that deplatforming shit. Like that's, no, I'm that's not saying to deplatform him. I'm saying it's like why would you even bother like inviting him on? Like, if he yeah. came and wanted to come on, I'd be like, okay, sure. But, like, I mean, maybe that's how it happened. Like, I'm just saying, like, well, I'm trying to say, I don't want to say he should be deplatformed or anything like that. I don't believe that. But what I'm saying is, like, is there really a point in having him on, like, inviting him on? Well, I got to debate him, I guess. I don't know, man. It's, it'll, it'll create headlines. That's true. I mean, yeah, actually, you know, I'm, I'm just working this out in my head. I think actually, yeah, I don't, actually, the if you're going to do it in the, this form, I think it's fine. You know, I think it's fine. Especially since he's had David Duke on before. It's like, this is like nothing compared to that. Well, yeah, and then, you know, guess who else had all these people on before? CNN. 
Yeah, and like no one bats an eye when CNN does that's it. That's true. There, like, and that's the thing too is like, I forget that like Alex debated David Duke, and it's literally no different than than any other. I think because you think of like CNN or all these other established brands, you think of them as journalists like interviewing or debating somebody, but you don't put that same prism on here. But that's that's. It should be the same rules applied. So yeah, I don't. Th- I actually go. I'm gonna mend what I said earlier and just yeah. Should be allowed to have David Duke, Spencer on, and they should come on. You should debate them, and that's the end of it. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, you should be able to debate whoever the fuck you want. Like get the you know crazy people on there. You know, if like CNN can do it, I don't see why Alex Jones can't. That's sort of my thing. So like, you know, both fucking journalists. But people don't consider Alex Jones a journalist because they don't like him. Yeah. That's sort of how... And then, like, you know, you, you have to treat him like that because that's what the fuck he is. He's trying to be a fucking journalist the best he can. I mean, it's a little bit hard now that everyone's trying to deplatform him. But, you know... And Sargon fucking debated Richard Spencer. Like, the the truth is. That's true. Yeah, and that's what gets confusing. Is like the well, I won't say confusing, but the media tries to like muddle, muddy those waters. Big, oh, you had so and so on your show. You're a bad person. But they literally do the same thing themselves. Yeah. Like they've had all sorts of like terrible. Too much popularity. That was my next question. What do you think of Donald Trump? School choice. Richard Spencer. More times. Alex Jones has. But they Question don't apply what? the same standards. Right so, now, oh, you know, we're established journalists. Hey, guys, can you... Yeah, it's just a more about the Jewish issue because some of these... Take a look at the Goldman Sachs... Uh, so sir, this and that, found like, they... And Good. It means see again the yeah. way... Yeah. I think it's also this whole new climate we live in with this guilt by association kind of like, you know, it wraps your mind like oh you can't be around this person or do this and that well no cnn wants you to think that so they don't have any competition yeah i that's how i think of it at least i can't see why they would apply certain like why people would do that otherwise it's it it, it's there's a reason well we're gonna end this stream though since we're getting late but thank you everybody for tuning in for another real news it was a Pretty spontaneous and prompt to off the wall show, which is always good. So, thank you guys. Like, subscribe, and share. And wash your hands. End the stream.